0: And hello. You good? You cool? No, maybe. Happy Monday. It's Summit Monday. Morning ritual. Garrett Lewis. KNSTAM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. This is so good. I I could not wait to get on the air with you. Could not wait. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, yes, the Trumpster's going to meet... With Kim Jong-un of North Korea. Today, they're 12 hours ahead of us, see? Uh, And apparently, it's now leaked out that he's going to have a one-on-one meeting for at most two hours. Wouldn't shock me if Trump walks out if he has to. But I think Kim Jong-un realizes uh, he blinked. He blinked by saying, let's meet again after Trump canceled it. Anyway, uh, one-on-one meeting, just the Trumpster, uh, the murderous dictator, and their two translators. Yep. Second thing. That I think you need to know. Uh, The G7 summit. Oh, don't Trudeau me, bro. That's going to be the uh, new statement. You trudeau me? You going back on that? Uh, The Trumpster got into it with uh, our alleged allies like to rip us off. Uh, The media is missing, and they don't want to talk about the biggest story that happened. Uh, But anyway, apparently there were some deals worked out, and they said we can get to this stuff. And then Trudeau takes the uh, press conference after Trump leaves. He goes to have a press conference, and he uh, basically says that we're not going to do anything that we said, we're going to stand up for Canada. So Trump got mad. Trump got very, very, very mad. Uh, But here's the thing. The Trumpster actually offered. He said, you know what, guys? You're mad at my tariffs? Let's eliminate all tariffs, all barriers, all subsidies. And you know what they did? Oh, Then we can't win ourselves. Uh Uh-huh. We'll have more on that. The Trumpster said we'll get rid of everything. He called their bluff, just like you do with the Democrats on DACA. He called their bluff. They're not used to this stuff. Third thing, I think you need to know: uh, the left once again losing its mind. Robert de Niro at the Tony Awards. did anybody watch the Tony Awards outside of I don't even people like Tony. In, Well, there you go. outside of New York that go to the theater once in a while. He gets up, I guess, to present something, and he says, "F Trump, Not once but twice on live TV. And then Bill Maher on his HBO show actually says, sorry if this is going to hurt you, but I'm rooting for a recession so we don't have Trump for another term. Can't they just be happy? Are you not happy that blacks are working more than ever before? Hispanics as well? Lowest unemployment rate in uh, 50 years, including the year 2000? Three things that I think you need to know. Uh, And there's a lot more, too. Okay, so literally... This is like the biggest thing. All this, all this hubbub that you hear—the White House, uh, their trade guy Peter Navarro, Larry Kudlow going after Trudeau of Canada—and that's cool. Listen, that's that's part of the that's part of it, right? That's part of it. That's fantastic, awesome. Do it. Um. Now, when it comes to what actually happened, the real big part—they're so upset that Trump is having tariffs on aluminum, on steel, and they want to have tariffs back. The fact that Trump literally they're not used to a businessman. The fact that Trump got up there and said, Listen, all right, fine, let's make it uh let's make it real. Let's have no tariffs, nothing. You know what? Listen to what Trump said. Press conference after his meeting, number forty. Listen to what Trump said. Um I I thought this was by far the, the this is all you need to know about political leaders, right? and about our political leaders in the past. Listen to this, here we go.
1: I believe that you raised the idea of a tariff-free G7. Is that-, is that- I did,
2: oh I did, that's the way it should be. No tariffs, no barriers, that would. that's the way it should be. And no subsidies, I even said no tariffs. In other words, let's say Canada, where we have tremendous tariffs. The United States pays tremendous tariffs on dairy, as an example, 270%, nobody knows that. Uh, We pay nothing, we don't want to pay anything. Why should we pay? We have to, ultimately, that's what you want. You want a tariff free, you want no barriers, and you want no subsidies, because you have some cases where countries are subsidizing industries and that's not fair. Yep. So you go tariff-free, you go barrier-free, you go subsidy-free. That's the way you learned at the Wharton School of Finance. I mean, that would be the ultimate thing. Now, whether or not that works, but I did suggest it. And uh, people were, I guess they're going to go back to the drawing board and check it out, right? But uh, we can't have uh, an example where we're paying, the United States is paying 270%. just can't have it. And when they
0: send things into us, uh, you don't have that there you go and Trump went uh Twitter crazy which is awesome explaining everything yesterday I mean I'm watching my my uh, Twitter feed go nuts last night right uh so the Trumpster says yeah this is what we're gonna do let's not let's knock everything down fair playing field you know because some people don't think that Trump's a free trader he is he's sick of us getting ripped off <clears throat> I'll give you an example of something besides Dairy my father-in-law was the president of a lumber company in Mississippi for 13 years. He sold wood? Yeah, you go. Plywood. Oh, very right? nice. Plywood. Plywood is a big part of it. Um, he said uh, he said that we'd have meetings. He was part of the uh, American Plywood Association. Uh, he was actually the president of it for a little bit, or VP, one of those things. I think he was president. Anyway, he said we'd have meetings with the, uh, with the Canadian companies, and we'd say, guys, this is ridiculous. I mean, nothing they could do about it. He goes, but my father-in-law would ask them, Why do you think it's fair that you guys can cut down trees in Alberta and ship them all the way down to Atlanta for cheaper than I can cut them in Mississippi and ship them over to Atlanta? The government of Canada subsidizes the lumber. They help pay for the cost so they can sell it at a lower price. And who suffers? We do. So Canadian lumber comes in undercutting American lumber, just like it has with automobiles. I mean, you name it. You name the product. And it seems to happen. It seems to happen. So he said, let's just do it. Let's do it. They're not used to this. They're used to Americans, American presidents, just saying, all right, we want you to like us. You know, we have it so good, we want it to be fair for everyone. Because I I think that if you go back to World War II, the idea was if other countries get rich, you are less likely to go to war with us. You're not going to have somebody like Hitler take over because the economy is bad and people turn to him and blah, blah, blah. Right. And uh, and then, you know, so if we have we have countries getting rich, well, they're not as good about good as us. They can't keep up with us. Well, you know what we should do? We should cover costs. You be rich because it's better than war. You make your products. We'll pay more for you uh, to you to get your products in here. Than you do for us. I'm telling you, I think that that was the elitist idea to keep the peace in the world, right? The elitist idea. And enough is enough already. You see that picture of uh, of Angela Merkel of Germany looking down at Trump, glaring at him. Yeah. And he's sitting there with oh, his I hands folded, smirking
3: on his face. You know what you look like, mm. Walter, the ventriloquist. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say it, but it was funny. He's like, mm. mm-hmm. nope. Mm-hmm. Not gonna do no it. No Angla. Not
0: gonna do it. So he literally, this is the big story. And if the media was honest at all, they would go to uh to Justin Eyebrows Trudeau. Was that real? Was that his eyebrow fell off his fa- <laughs> Fake eyebrows. Fake eyebrows, that guy. It's very stressful. Yeah, he's just falling caterpillar right off. So um they'd go to Justin Trudeau and say, Why not make it all equal and fair across the board? That's what the president, that's what President Trump said. Why are you guys against that? Right? It's, it's funny. Um, Let's, uh, let's play the Trumpster. Let's do 48 real quick. 48, because this is kind of like, we're going to come all over the place, but he he was kind of saying the same thing. When he brought this stuff up, well, he explains the look on their face. Here we go. That doesn't mean
2: I agree with what they're doing, and they know very well that I don't. So we're negotiating very hard tariffs and barriers. As an example, the European Union is brutal to the United States. They don't take, and they understand that, they know it. They, when I'm telling them, they're smiling at me. You know, it's like the, the gig is up. It's like the gig is up. They're not trying to, there's nothing they can say. They can't believe they got away with it. Canada can't believe it got away with it. Mexico. We have a $100 billion trade deficit with Mexico, and that doesn't include all the drugs that are pouring in because we have no wall. But we are. We started building the wall, as you know. $1.6 billion, and we're going to keep that going. But a lot of these countries actually smile at me when I'm talking, and the smile is... We couldn't believe we got away with it.
0: That's the smile. Yep. So it's going to change. It's going to change. They have no choice. If it's not going to change, we're not going to trade with them. And he's saying you're going to lose that. We finally have somebody that's playing to the power, standing up for America, right? Trudeau. I heard uh, on the last show on the wall, the, the this morning. I heard it uh, as we're sitting here, and Trudeau said, "I it's my job. I have to look out for Canadians and Canadian interests." Well, Trump's looking out for American interests. Uh, these countries, if they lose access to the largest economy in the world, they're S.O.L. And we finally have somebody that's that's actually standing up for Americans. Uh, somebody that's not bought off and sold by special interests like that. President Trump tweeted uh, 12 hours ago, Fair trade is now to be called fool trade if it is not reciprocal. According to a Canada release, they make about a, almost $100 billion in trade with U.S. Guess they were bragging and got caught. Minimum is $17 billion. Tax dairy from us at 270%. Then Justin acts Hurt when called out. Matter of fact, you'll hear what Justin Trudeau said, and then you'll hear Trump's trade guy, because this is what the media is concentrating on. They're concentrating on the, uh, uh, the dramatic words, and I get it, but this is the big thing. The big thing is Trump said, let's go wipe everything clean. No tariffs, no barriers, nothing at all, no subsidies. Let's make it all fair. May the best win. And they wanted no part of it. No part of it. And the media doesn't want to concentrate on that. 622, we'll continue. You can chime in if you'd like. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Keep it on KNST all day long for the latest on the uh, Trump-Kim Jong-un summit. Uh, And we'll continue with uh, the American trade rep, Peter Navarro. He's our trade guy, actually. uh, Going scorched earth after what Trudeau said. you got to hear it all. Coming up, KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Shut up. No, you're right. We got to set some ground rules. I think so. 628, 70 outside right now. Only 104 degrees. Today going to be 106 tomorrow. Now, here's where the fun starts, hopefully toward the end of the week. Go on. Thursday, scattered thunderstorms Friday, chance. This chances.
3: Scattered thunderstorms Thursday through Monday. What a great wow. Father's Day present that would be. Thunderstorms. Can you imagine? I mean, it's unfortunate that Mexico's going to get smacked with the, uh, the hurricane. See, if they had a wall, it might block it, no? It might curve it a little bit. <laughs> but like Cabo San Lucas, apparently, is going to get like just like... Really? Oh, that's it, terrible. Yeah. yeah, and I like Cabo, but oh well. Well, that's Mother breaks. Nature. That's
0: yeah. Mother Nature near the water. That's why living here is so freaking fantastic. We don't have to deal with any of this stuff. We get, you know, some rain sometimes. No Which earthquakes, awesome. no hurricanes, no tornadoes.
3: We had an earthquake. You didn't hear about that. You were here? Oh yeah, it was six, a 6 6 years ago? Yeah, it was it
0: was, a, it was a small little thing. It was like a 3. Okay, whatever. Leave me alone. I blame California for that. You should. I'm going to. And everybody who's from there. Don't Trudeau me, bro. <laughs> Don't Trudeau me. So uh anyway, apparently the Trumpster um and his and his peeps, Kudlow and Peter Navarro, they all met with Justin Trudeau and they were coming up with deals for tariffs and stuff like that and blah blah blah. And they had, I guess, some agreements we're close to, it, and they're working on it. And Trump leaves to go to Singapore, and then J- Justin Trudeau has a press conference where he basically goes back on everything that he said to try to embarrass Trump. Listen to 49. Here's a little bit of Justin Trudeau, the prime minister of Canada. Uh, we, he is now going to be called eyebrows. He's like uh, red from Angry Birds. <laughs> Which kind of bothers me, because Trump is kind of like red from Angry Birds. But attitude and and smart's not eyebrows. Anyway, let's let, here Trudeau. We move forward with retaliatory measures on oh. July 1st applying equivalent
1: tariffs to the oh. ones that the Americans have uh, unjustly applied to us. Canadians were polite, were reasonable, but we also will not be pushed around.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Apparently that's not what Trudeau told Trump face to face. And by the way, so Trudeau wants to now have reciprocal tariffs he wants all oh, we'll do the same thing even though they're screwing us over right um again if the media is worth it and they say well prime minister trudeau president trump offered a deal to say no tariffs no barriers no subsidies why not just say that sounds good let's do it so anyway uh peter navarro number 50 let's play that real quick peter navarro uh, the trade rep uh, went on Fox News Sunday. He's Trump's trade guy. Uh, this is what he said. Here we go.
4: Chris, there's a uh, special place in the hell for any foreign leader Whoa. that engages in bad faith diplomacy with Whoa. President Donald J.
3: Trump. It's called Fresno. Oh, he my God.
4: <laughs> and then tries to stab him in the back on the way out the door. And that's what bad faith Justin Trudeau did with that stunt press conference. That's what weak, dishonest Justin Trudeau did. And that comes right from Air Force One. And I'll tell you this, to my friends in Canada, that was one of the worst political miscalculations of a Canadian leader in modern Canadian history. All Justin Trudeau had to do was take the win. President Trump did the courtesy to Justin Trudeau to travel up to Quebec for that summit. He had other things, bigger things on his plate in Singapore, where you are now, Chris. He did him a favor and he was even willing to sign that socialist communique. And what did Trudeau did? Do as soon as soon as the plane took off from Canadian airspace, Trudeau stuck our president
0: in the back. Whoa! The president tweeted before Trudeau's press conference, just left the G7 summit in beautiful Canada. Great meetings and relationships with the six country leaders, especially since they know I cannot allow them to apply large tariffs and strong barriers to USA trade. They fully understand where I'm coming from. After many decades, fair and reciprocal trade will happen. The U.S. will not allow other countries to impose massive tariffs and trade barriers on its farmers, workers, and companies. While sending their product into our country tax-free, we've put up with trade abuse for many decades and that is long enough. And then he tweeted about it on his way to Singapore to see Kim Jong Un, right? And then right after that, Trump tweets, "Based on Justin's false statements at his news conference and the fact that Canada is charging massive tariffs to our US farmers, workers and companies, I have instructed our US representatives not to endorse the communique as we look at tariffs on automobiles flooding the US market. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau of Canada acted so meek and mild during our G7 meetings, only to give a news conference after I left saying that" U.S. tariffs were kind of insulting, and he will not be pushed around. Very dishonest and weak. Our tariffs on response to his of two hundred seventy percent on dairy. So he uh, he went. Uh, they all went um, scorched earth, so to speak, as they should. Right. So the Americans were also mad that Trudeau says these things as he's going to meet a murderous dictator to try to get him to get rid of his nukes. You're going to undercut him that way. Speaking of undercutting him that way, we'll have more on this in the next hour. Uh, but undercutting him, John McCain's tweet from over the weekend. Holy smokes. Uh, what John McCain did. Don't go anywhere. What he tweeted about President Trump and everything else. This is crazy. It's coming up right now. It's Fox. John. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are thing's getting busy already. 642. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, the Trumpster's going to meet, according to reports, one-on-one with Kim Jong-un later tonight. Two hours. It'll be Trump at a translator, Un in a translator, that murderous, dictating, thug. You can't forget that that's what this guy is. Remember, he had his brother, his his half-brother killed, his uncle killed. The guy's a nut. By the way, why does the media always talk about Trump being nervous? He should be... What about Un being nervous? Second thing that I think you need to know. uh, At the G7, the big story the media is leaving out is the Trumpster, besides the fact that he's ripping Justin Trudeau, who went back on his word... About tariffs, uh, the big thing that they're leaving out is the fact that the Trumpster offered every single leader there, the other six of them, all right, you're, you're mad at my my tariffs? Let's get rid of everyone's tariffs, everyone's barriers, everyone's subsidies. And they all look down at their feet, and yeah, not really. Because then we can't win, and we have special interests and stuff like that, yeah. Uh-huh, the Trumpster wanted. he called their bluff, just like the Democrats with DACA. Third thing I think you need to know, and this is huge, redstate.com with a story. Martha McSally, what a mess this woman is. Headline, this came out uh, over the weekend. McSally recorded saying, thanks to Trump, we're going to hand the gavel to Pelosi in 2018. Holy smokes. So her, her, her crew scrubs a video. Of her you know, wanting to get protection for DACA people. And that was said during a public hearing in Congress. And now she doesn't realize she's being taped while speaking to an Arizona Bankers Association. And she's frustrated with Trump saying he's distracting. He's causing us distractions. Base everything's basically being taken out on me. Oh, really, Martha. And she told this private group of bankers Trump's going to give Pelosi the gavel. Well, that sounds like somebody that really likes the president. Now, doesn't doesn't she? Right? But yet, you know, can you get the uh, McSally sound bites of her video where she she put Trump's soundbite in there where he said something nice about her? I mean, what a what a what a dog! What a dog! Three things I think you need to know. While we get that, we'll have more on this uh, McSally story in just a second. And by the way, you can comment on this. This I mean, what a what a swamp monster this one is. Who the hell does she think she is? This one. You know, I meant to look at her her Twitter uh, feed as well, by the way, because I was wondering if she had anything to say about, nope, nothing to say about the G7. Nothing at all. Publicly, she says one thing, privately another. Sounds just like John McCain, doesn't she?
5: Throw a pair of ovaries and get the job done.
0: Mm-hmm. Do we have the part where uh, Trump says, Maybe. maybe we don't. loves Trump because she's running for senate what is
5: as your senator i will gladly work with our president as he puts judges <laughs> of excellence and integrity on the fel- uh, the federal courts and i'm working with the one man who can reverse the unconstitutional executive orders of his president pres- predecessor been doing that he's been doing that since his first day in office oh whether it's moving our embassy to jerusalem applause or speaking plain truth at the united nations are mm. getting serious about our border which we discussed at the white house on tuesday you may have seen that i was sitting two seats away <laughs> this is a president who's actually focused on delivering what he ran on and when that's your goal you better believe that i will keep working with president trump to finally get things done for the good of our country
3: wow can that was when she announced can you believe her now
4: uh, In just about every federal mean, race I almost. can think of. Yeah. The this is too long. This is too long. Sh- oh, yeah. oh.
0: She won't back. Oh. It's minute nine. Yeah, I don't want to hear too long. Hang on a second. So this is what the story says from Red State. I'll put this on my Facebook page. I'll put it on my, uh, I'll tweet it out also. Follow me and like me on both. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Don't go to my old Facebook page. I'm not accepting any new friends. Never wanted friends to begin with. I just want followers. And people that like me. <laughs> Pains me to say that. Can't have both. I know. I know. So it says, right, we'll get the McCain thing in just a second. Uh, apparently, there was, a, again, a, a secret recording of McSally. She was giving a talk to the Arizona Bankers Association. Who recorded this? Do you remember, if you've listened to the show for a long time, um, Indivisible, this uh, this group that was well-funded across the country, and they have different branches. They have a Southern Arizona Indivisible, right? Uh, the woman that sat in this studio couldn't answer a question, Kristen Randall. She's, like, in charge of it. And if you heard her on this show, oh, you have that? Oh, boy, we got to get the record. Okay, we'll get to all this stuff. Um, Kristen Randall is the one that uh, did this. Apparently, she and four other people, so five overall from Indivisible Southern Arizona, decided to uh, get tickets to this. Well, apparently, the McSally camp caught on to the fact that these people are are not bankers. They're uh, Indivisible. Four of them got revoked. One of them was allowed in. They didn't realize that Apparently, one of them looked like a banker enough that this person got in. And this person recorded everything that McSally said. And it says here this is from RedState.com. McSally complained Trump and his tweets were creating troubling distractions, and it's basically being taken out on me. Any Republican member of Congress, you are going down with the ship. And we're going to hand the gavel to Pelosi in 2018. They only need 28 seats. And the path to that gavel being handed over is through my seat. And right now, it doesn't matter if it's—it doesn't matter that it's me. It doesn't matter what I've done. I have an R next to my name right now. The environment would have me not prevail. See, this story came out uh, last year. Last year, before she was running for Senate. So that's the point I'm making here too. Funny how within a year, she jumps aboard the Trump train. Right. This is before Jeff Flake said, I'm out. Right? So that's why people say, why do you rip McSally? How do I know what she's saying? How do I know what she's saying is the truth? This didn't get a lot of, uh, of, uh, of press a year ago. June 9th, 2017, one year ago, this story came out. I guess they, they, her uh, peeps couldn't get this one scrubbed, huh? So she was trying to make sure she could keep her job as a member of the House a year ago. Uh, it says here she was frustrated. The congresswoman expressed how frustrating it is to be linked to Trump so closely, simply because they belong to the same party. See, that's why I'd love to get her on to ask her these questions. Say, what made you change your mind? These are legitimate questions. That vote, I I don't consider myself a talk show host when I ask these questions. I consider myself to be a voter, right? McSally, it says here, was more blunt in many of her comments behind closed doors than she typically is when questioned on the issues. In fact, she expressed frustration that the media and her constituents ask her to comment on what President Trump says and does. Quote, the environment has changed, and some of it changed on January 20th. There's just an element out there that's just, like, so against the president. Like, they just can't see straight. All of a sudden, on January 20th, I'm like his twin sister to them. And I'm, like, responsible for everything he does and tweets and says. And they want me to be spending my time as a pundit. I disagree with that. I disagree with this. Or I agree with this. I have a job in the legislature. Wow. So once again, which McSally is it? The one that wanted protections and amnesty for DACA? Or the one that wants the wall and tough tough immigration? Which McSally is it? Which, I, Who knows who you can trust? So she couldn't stand the president... When he was dragging her down, but now that he's so damn popular, she's jumping on board. Funny how that works, isn't it? I actually was driving. Uh, we uh, we actually went to the White Mountains. We went to Sholo uh and Pine Top right next to each other uh, over the weekend. Took a drive on the way back past some uh, Wendy Rogers signs. She's running for Congress, I guess uh, CD one, right? She ran the last time for I forget what. May CD one also. Anyway, bottom line is on the top of her sign on. that that I saw on Oracle Road, it also said, Trump candidate. That was the thing that was on the top of the sign, big letters, Trump candidate, and below that, Wendy Rogers. The ones who get it are attaching themselves to Trump. So which Martha do you believe? The one from a year ago? I don't think the Martha that's around today is really that Martha. That's why Martha's peeps, her... Consultants didn't tell her to tweet anything out about the G seven, because they're not quite sure if people are gonna like it or not like it. But the people that like Trump say, fantastic, finally, somebody that's actually standing up for America. That's what they're saying. That's what they're doing. I'll get to um I'll get to John McCain. His uh I know people are already sending me emails. I'm getting you have to read everything like it's a question. I didn't do that with her. I'll I'll do it later in the show that way. And then I love this. Anthony writes in, hey, Garrett, I think Martha just Trudeau'd Trump. <laughs> that was last year. That's right. You're right. You're right. All right. Uh, we'll have more. That, that was a year ago. I did that on purpose. That was a year ago. And now all of a sudden she changes her mind and she won't talk about it. She won't talk about anything. Ay, 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 Anyway, we'll get to the McCain stuff coming back. What his tweet was. Insane. It's coming up. Morning ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM790, Tucson's Most Stimulating Talk. Oh hello, it's 707. And it is your morning ritual. Garrett Lewis KNST, am 792 son's most stimulating talk. Uh, I'll be honest with you, I'm fighting through a cold or uh now 10 he's already 10 and a half months old. You believe this stuff? 10 and a half months yeah, old or almost yeah. 10 and a half months. Uh Harrison, he has uh, he has two teeth on the bottom that stick out. These two giant teeth like a rabbit, but on the on the bottom of. He's got four on the top that are literally on the verge of poking through. So this poor kid is just in agony for days now. And you know what happens when, uh, when you, you if you forgot, kids get colds. Their nose starts to run. And he was up. It was the worst night we've had in months. Friday night, literally, I didn't sleep. Neither did my wife. He was up all night long, this poor kid in pain. And then poor us for not sleeping. Anyway, uh, he, he's got a nasty cold because of this, or at least he had one. And, of course, he passed it on to me. He's a very giving child. He's an early Father's Day present right there. Here you go. I <laughs> feel like, a, so I, uh, I, I, like he has a job. I know. I started taking <laughs> some stuff yesterday, and I feel, I'm feel i feeling actually better today. Uh, but I'm I'm not 100%, but I'm doing it for you. Right? I'm doing it for you. Did that do anything for you? No. Okay. Where's my mask? Not you, but you. I'm doing it for you. Hmm. Okay. You. Thank you. Three things I think you need to know. <laughs> uh, oh, Where is my mask? Really? I don't know. That's your face uh first thing the trumpster is going to meet uh with with kim jong-un one-on-one later tonight it's going to be trump and a translator and un that murderous dictating thug and a translator we'll see what happens and apparently uh mike pompeo and the white house are putting out there that the north korean talks are already moving more quickly than expected i don't know what that means nobody knows what that means is it good is it bad nobody really knows but uh, they're going to fill 24 hours on cable news with people that think they know. And then they're gonna, it's going to turn out they were wrong, so I'm just saying. <laughs> Second thing that I think you need to know, the G7 summit came and went, and the Trumpster was fighting for America. Uh, he called the bluff of all the leaders. He said, all right, you're mad at my tariffs? How about we do zero tariffs, zero barriers, zero subsidies? And they all passed because they want to win just like Trump wants us to win. And it's funny how the media that hates Trump Wants the other countries to win instead of us, and Justin Trudeau, after Trump left, apparently told Trump one thing: I'm not going to do tariffs. And after Trump leaves, as a press conference, going to do tariffs, and his eyebrow falls off. So, and it's true. So the Trumpster got mad and blew up at him, and uh, representatives blew up at him. So that's good. Third thing, I think you need to know: Friday we told you that uh, Martha McSally's office noticed they've been quiet, uh, scrubbed a video. That was part of a congressional hearing that they themselves put out where Martha last year was demanding some kind of accountability and protections for DACA recipients. She was demanding that of John Kelly, who was at Homeland Security at that point. Well, now, let me just tell you, this hasn't been scrubbed. Which Martha, and this is why you say, which Martha do you believe? Let me remind you again, we have some audio we'll get to. Uh, a year ago it happened. Martha McSally, I didn't scrub this from the Internet, Martha McSally secretly recorded at a uh, Arizona Bankers Association complaining about Trump Trump's tweets creating distractions he is going to put Nancy Pelosi back in power uh funny how she changes her mind huh three things i think you need to know so we'll get into that okay i don't need these crazy stop no 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 Ryan we need to pay attention to the show we don't need crazy concoctions of ginger apple juice what no i seriously we got to play sound bites we don't there's a live show we're doing right now Yes. If they like it, they can email it. I'm not going to dance on one foot, hop around, do the hokey pokey, and stick uh, garlic up my nose as much as I like garlic. And that's not going to. No, get out of here. Is that for my kid to bite on? Essentially, yeah. He doesn't like to bite on anything. He's going to, you know what he's going to do? He's going to take it and throw it. What? Am I mean now? Because people are trying to help? Yeah. But I'm trying to do a show at the same time. I'm just for... I, I appreciate well, that. Why are you yelling you at want me? want because you're not paying attention notes. to me. I know you're taking notes. I'm like your work wife. I you don't are my attention. work wife.
3: I know. <laughs> I don't pay attention to you.
0: We're like a lesbian <laughs> couple. We're both our work wives. <laughs> anyway, it's true. So uh, we have a lot right. to talk about besides... Uh, and I appreciate the... Uh, what was it? One part. I'll read it on the air. Yeah. Uh, one part apple juice, 10 parts water on a washcloth. You put it in a washcloth. You squeeze it out, throw it in the freezer when it gets cold. Um, so it'll be sweets So will suck on it. And it, the soothingness will be there for him.
3: Oh, well, I assume that.
0: I know. It's we've like putting tried, ice Listen, on we've it. tried everything. This kid is obstinate. He is stubborn. I wonder where he gets it from. He's controlling. He's di- dictatorial. Uh, he is. He is everything that his mother is. So there you go. You know, this
3: is two dictators you've brought into this world. What are you doing? Dominating? Not yet. What's the plan? Uh, speaking of that, how about again the
0: McCain tweet? After Trump leaves, McCain stabs him in the back. To our allies, bipartisan majorities of Americans, bipartisan majorities of Americans remain pro free trade, pro globalization, and supportive of alliances based on seventy years of shared values. Americans stand with you, even if our president doesn't. Really? Even if our president doesn't. That's what John McCain says. Listen, John, there's a reason why you lost and why nobody really likes you anymore. Just go live out the rest of your life up in Sedona. Go chill out. Go do your thing. Bye. Nothing about the great economic numbers of Trump. Is John McCain racist? Nothing nothing said about the black unemployment being the lowest it's ever been can't stand that, dude. Can You know what? It's like the Clintons, the Bushes, and the McCains. They all need to go away. And I know only one's in elected office, but his wife better not get that damn Senate seat. And then his daughter needs to go away. But you know what? She's on the perfect show for herself. Oh, yeah. The View. I mean, it's just, who can we find that's the most unlikable alleged Republican there is? Meghan McCain. Awesome. I bet you're going to say Martha McSally. <laughs> well, is she Republican? Uh, I don't know. We'll get, to, we'll get back to the Martha McSally in a little bit. Let's play the Trumpster, right? Uh, let's do number forty-six. We did the, we did the, uh, we did the subsidies. We'll get back to that also. CNN, this is great. CNN, this guy Trump doesn't know what CNN is asking this question. Listen to this, forty-six. Let's go from there. Here we go.
6: As you were heading
7: into these G seven talks, there was a sense that. Uh the American's closest allies were frustrated with you and angry with you, and that you were angry with them, and that you were leaving here early to go meet for more friendlier talks with Kim Jong-un in Singapore. And I'm wondering if you, if you, if you view it the same way, and do you view the U.S. alliance system shifting under your presidency? Yeah. Away- Who are you
2: with, out of curiosity?
7: CNN.
0: <laughs>
2: I figured. Fake news, CNN. The worst. Uh, but you know I could tell by the I have no idea you with CNN after the question I was just curious as to who you're with, you were with you with CNN uh, I would say that the level of relationship is a 10 we have a great relationship Angela and uh,
0: Emmanuel pause it, and pause Justin it. I would Justin. say and this is all before he left this is from the G7 when he left that's when all of a sudden Justin Trudeau found some guts and said uh, you know what we're going to have tariffs right back on America even though they already have That's what made Trump mad because he didn't tell it to his face. Told him something else. Here we go. Let's listen. And Justin, I would say the relationship is a 10. And I don't blame them.
2: I blame, as I said, I blame our past leaders for allowing this to happen. There was no reason this should happen. There's no reason that we should have big trade deficits with virtually every country in the world. I'm going long beyond the G7. There's no reason for this. It's the fault of the people that preceded me. And I'm not just saying President Obama. I'm going back a long way. You can go back 50 years, frankly. It just got worse
0: and worse and worse. It's true. So let's continue. We skipped some stuff. Let's continue with him answering this question to the CNN reporter, 47, why he's doing this. Here we go.
2: You look at our farmers. For 15 years, it, the, the graph is going just like this down. Our farmers have been hurt. Our workers have been hurt. Our companies have moved out and moved to Mexico and other countries, including Canada. Now, we are going to fix that situation. And if it's not fixed, we're not going to deal with these countries. But the relationship that I've had is great. So you can tell that to your fake friends at CNN. (laughs) The relationship that I've had with uh, the people, the leaders of these countries has been... I would really rate it on a scale of 0 to 10, I would rate it
0: a 10. And then let's continue, 48, next breath, I'm telling you, this. this is why, this is why he's a good guy. The first one, the first non-globalist president we've had in a very long time, listen. That doesn't mean
2: I agree with what they're doing, and they know very well that I don't. So we're negotiating very hard tariffs and barriers. As an example, the European Union is brutal to the United States they don't take and they understand that they know it. they mm-hmm. when i'm telling them they're mm-hmm. smiling at me you know it's like the the gig is up it's like the gig is up they're not trying to there's nothing they can say they can't believe they got away with it no nope. canada can't believe it got away with it mexico we have a hundred billion dollar trade deficit with mexico and that doesn't include all the drugs that are pouring in because we have no wall but we are we started building the wall as you know one point six billion dollars and we're going to keep that going but a lot of these countries actually smile at me when I'm talking. And the smile is, we couldn't believe we got away with it. That's the smile. So it's going to change. It's going to change. They have no choice. If it's not going to change, we're not going to trade
0: with them. There you go. You lose access to the largest economy in the world. And look at the media acting as if Trump did something wrong. Like, oh, you upset the allies. Why are you, you? You know, you're, you're upsetting Canada, our largest partner. You're upset. What about they upset us? Whatever happened to that? We finally have a guy that's actually standing up for America. Trump actually, after Justin Trudeau gave his BS press conference, where he trudeau Trump, Trump tweeted out, Why should I, as President of the United States, allow countries to continue massive trade surpluses, as they have for decades, while our farmers, workers, and taxpayers have such a big and unfair price to pay? Not fair to the people of America. $800 billion trade deficit, and add to the fact The U.S. pays close to the entire cost of NATO, protecting many of these same countries that rip us off on trade. They pay only a fraction of the cost and laugh. The European Union had a $151 billion surplus, should pay much more for military. Germany pays 1% slowly of GDP towards NATO, while we pay 4% of a much larger GDP. Does anybody believe that makes sense? We protect Europe, which is good, he writes, at a great financial loss, and then get unfairly clobbered on trade. Change is coming. He tweeted out, sorry, we cannot let our friends or enemies take advantage of us on trade anymore. We must put the American worker first. What is wrong with that? By the way, the reaction to these tweets, I love it. Here's the headline. Uh, this, this, is, this is the best. Or, well, let's, let's just do the Angela Merkel. Angela Merkel told German public television she found Trump's tweets disavowing the G7 statement sobering and a little depressing. Really? Sober. Sobering. You know what? I love it. It's first accurate thing she said. It's sobering because, like he said, the gig's up. A little depressing? Yeah. A little depressing? Yeah. Very depressing. Because, again, the gig's up. By the way, Trump uh, didn't show up to the uh, climate change part of the G7. Don't you love that? Didn't show up to that. I love it. I love it. Didn't think it was important. Didn't think it was oh, she's Is she mad? Who cares? Who cares? Uh, by the way, uh, the Trumpster apparently, things are, the talks, really, side note real quick, the talks are going on so well with North Korea already before he's even had his one-on-one meeting, they're moving more quickly than expected. So he's actually going to leave earlier than expected. Yeah. Um, he altered his schedule. He's going to return at about 8 p.m. on Tuesday after a full day of meetings with Kim Jong Un, 15 hours earlier than previously anticipated. Anyway, we'll have more on this. It doesn't make you feel good that you have a president that actually is standing up for American workers. Well, here's some sound bites coming up of uh, Peter Navarro, Larry Kudlow. Uh, they witnessed all this stuff. What are our allies doing to us in trade? Wait till you hear it. It's coming up in five. KNSTAM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Sean. 727, thank you. It's uh, it's Monday, June 11th. Thank you for hanging out. By the way, if you do get up to uh, Show Low, Pine Top area, you have to go to that Trump store. It's cool. I stopped by. Nice. It's cool. They have a toilet paper roll. It's not a roll. It's, it's what you put the toilet paper on. And it's like activated. If somebody tries to, if they're in there and they need toilet paper, they touch it. All of a sudden, you hear Trump statements. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't buy it. I needed to buy it. I had, uh, you know, kids yelling at me. Everything we had other, we got other stuff. But I, I need to go back and get that <laughs> just to make it uncomfortable for guests. Put it in the guest bathroom. <laughs> imagine they're on there and they're on the can. All of a sudden they and literally you just you touch the toilet, you go to you go to pull it down. And all of a sudden you hear, "I'm going to build a great big beautiful wall, and Mexico is going to pay for it." <laughs> can you imagine the reaction
3: of people? Well, depending on who you on who you who you are, it could be more of the
0: uh, Yeah. Well. <laughs> well. What? Are, yeah. That. I'm, I'm like. I'm like scared that they are literally going to fall off the can, which I don't want <laughs> to happen either. Okay. So we have that. It's going to be 104 degrees today. But I got. You got to go back and get that. I got to get. I got to order off their website that toilet paper thing. It's so freaking cool. So cool. Uh, all right. Uh, really quick. Peter Navarro. And then we'll get into uh, De Niro, what he said, uh, Martha McSally from a year ago. They haven't scrubbed that either. They haven't, again, McSally, May 30th, Arizona Bankers Association, May 30th of last year, ripping on Trump. Which McSally do you believe? Um, However, let's play some Peter Navarro. Sounds like a rock star, doesn't he? He's the trade guy. Um, Let's do number, we already did the uh, special place in hell. He's the one that said special place in hell for Trudeau. Um, 51. Let's do 51. Let's do 51 real quick. Apparently, we're close on NAFTA. Here we go. The Canadians are totally
4: bungling uh, our trade relationships, and it's due to their leadership. Take NAFTA, for example. We'd have a deal. We'd have a great deal with NAFTA by now if the Canadians would spend more time at the bargaining table and less time lobbying Capitol Hill and our press and state governments here. Uh, They are just simply not playing fair, dishonest. Weak,
0: weak, dishonest, weak. Let's do fifty-two. Talking about these same allies that John McCain is apologizing to. John McCain is cool with them robbing us. Here we go.
4: If you look at Angela Merkel's Europe, uh, you see uh, a continent where we run a hundred and fifty-one billion dollar trade deficit in goods every year mm-hmm. uh, germany uh... has tariffs on autos four times higher than our tariffs on equivalent uh... german imports here and they sell us three times as many cars as we sell them so on the issue alone uh... we have allies strategically but when it comes to these trade disputes these allies basically are robbing us blind the president is not going to put up with yep. that
0: yep there you go One more from him, Peter Navarro, how much money we lose every single year because of these unfair trade deals. Here we go.
4: The bigger problem here, from my point of view, I'm the trade guy, is that we have a bunch of countries out there, whether it's strategic competitors like China or allies like Europe and Canada, basically using us as a piggy bank, using unfair trade practices. And my job at the White House is to help the president, Get jobs, good jobs, manufacturing jobs for the working men and women of America. And we can't do that unless we upset this existing world order, which basically is tremendously biased. We'd lose half a trillion dollars a year of our wealth every single year because of these unfair trade practices. And that's what the president's standing up for.
0: Whoa, you hear that? Upset the new world order. Upset that world order. That's exactly what is going on. That's why John McCain was so mad. God, was he mad. By the way, just so you know, see, the media doesn't want to talk about this either. Um, President Trump's approval rating. Better than not only Obama's at the same point, but also Ronald Reagan's. You don't hear that now, do you? I mean, it's just by one point, but still, you think that he's like the worst person ever, right? Ninety percent negative coverage in the news, and he has an approval rating of forty-five percent. It's really remarkable, isn't it? Remarkable. All right, seven thirty-two. We're gonna have more of these sound bites. We got to get. Uh, we got to get Mike Pompeo also on uh, North Korea. Apparently, it's going very well. Trump's gonna leave early. It's going so well. That's how crazy it is. Uh, coming back though, we got to play some uh, some people losing their mind. The left losing their mind. Did you hear what Robert De Niro said yesterday? Holy smokes. What team do you want to be on? And what Bill Maher hopes happens to you so Trump loses his reelection? That's all coming up. Don't go anywhere. Here's Fox. Shut Word. 743 things I think you need to know. Number one, Trump's going to meet later tonight because they're 12 hours ahead of us with Kim Jong-un, according to reports, one-on-one for two hours. One-on-one for two hours with just translators in the room. We each have a translator. Apparently, the White House says the talks are going so well they're moving more quickly than expected, is the quote, that Trump's actually going to leave about 15 hours earlier than anticipated. That's after a full day of meetings with Kim Jong-un, by the way. It's not like he's not going to have meetings. Nobody has any idea what the progress is, but they're saying it's, more, it's it's moving well. Second thing that I think you need to know, the Trumpster, and the media is not talking about this a lot, the Trumpster at the G7 offered every leader, hey, how about no tariffs, no barriers, no subsidies? You mad at my tariffs? Let's just wipe it out for everybody. And they all passed. Shocker there, huh? So he's out there fighting for Americans, American uh, dairy workers, uh, automobile manufacturers, you name it. Good for him. Third thing I think you need to know uh, is that uh, Martha McSally's office uh, came out on Friday. She scrubbed a video, her office scrubbed a video of her demanding protections for DAC recipients when John Kelly's at Homeland Security was at a congressional hearing. They scrubbed that, but what they haven't scrubbed is what I put on my Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio, like it and follow it. Um, where she was secretly recorded last year talking to the Arizona Bakers Association, where she was still going to run for House because Flake hadn't announced his retirement yet, but she was just mad at Trump. Trump is going to hand Pelosi the gavel, she told these people. Going to hand Pelosi. She said a lot of other things. We'll get to. We'll get some sound bites. We're getting throughout the show. Stay with us. Don't go anywhere. Three things I think you need to know now. Really quick before we play. Um, before we play uh, the the crazy left losing their minds. I want you to hear something. I want you to hear Donald Trump, a flashback going back to 1999. All these people think that Trump randomly was like, I'm going to run for president because Obama's an idiot and blah, blah, blah. No, doesn't work that way. Doesn't work that way. Trump, I'm telling you, for a long time, he's very. Is he egotistical? Is he confident? Whatever you want. Does he think he knows a lot about a lot? Yes, he does. It's okay. You probably do. I do. So Trump goes on meet the press in 1999. Remember when the reporters last week, real quick, were like, oh, uh, you're going to meet, you're going to prepare. He's like, I, I've been prepared for this my whole life. And they thought that he was a wacko. Oh, are you crazy! he's not going to even be prepared. He's an idiot. He's... Let me take you on a flashback 19 years ago. 1999, Trump's on meet the press with Tim Russert. Asked about North Korea. Bill Clinton's in the White House. Map over there. Cool. This is what Trump said. Here we go.
2: And and these people in three or four years are going to be having nuclear weapons. They're going to have those weapons pointed all over the world and specifically at the United States. And wouldn't you be better off solving this really potentially unbelievable and the biggest problem? I mean, we can talk about the economy. We can talk about Social Security. The biggest problem this world has is nuclear proliferation. And we have a country out there in North Korea, which is sort of wacko, which is not a, dum- not a bunch of dummies, and they are going out and they are developing nuclear weapons. And they're not doing it because they're having fun doing it. They're doing it for a reason. And wouldn't it be good to sit down and really negotiate something, and ideally negotiate? Now, if that negotiation doesn't work, you better solve the problem now than solve it later. Tim. Yep. And you know it, and every politician knows it, and nobody wants to talk about it. Jimmy Carter, who I really like... I and mean, he went over there. Ooh. It was so soft. These people are laughing at us. The
0: former general of the
8: Air Force, Merrill McPeak, the former Secretary of Defense, Les Aspen, said you could not launch a preemptive strike against North Korea because the nuclear fallout could be devastating to the Asian Peninsula.
2: I'm not, talking about, I'm not talking about us using nuclear weapons. I'm saying that they have areas where they're developing missiles. No, but taking out their do nuclear you know that this country, would create Tim, a fallout. Tim, do you know that this country went out and gave them nuclear reactors free fuel for 10 years? Mm-hmm. We, we virtually tried to bribe them into the stopping, and they're continuing to do what they're doing, and they're laughing at us. They think we're a bunch of dummies. I'm saying that we have to do something to stop. But if the military Ideally, told you, Mr. Trump, we can't okay, do this. You're me two names. You're giving me two names. I don't know. Do you want to do it in five years when they have warheads all over the place, every one of them pointing to New York City, to Washington, and every one of our Is that when you want to do it, or do you want to do something now?
0: Sounds like he kind of had a grip on the issue, right? Right? All right, you can throw me down over there. Um, now, so the guys out there, the economy is humming along. Uh, He is standing up for America when it comes to unfair trade. We've told you, we've given you the evidence of how we lose a half a trillion dollars a year in trade, right? Because of uh, our so-called allies, Canada, the other countries in the G7. So Trump's out there and he's he's just saying enough is enough. You're not going to rob us anymore. You can't play us. And he comes from the power position. If they're the ones that are benefiting and all of a sudden we stop trading with them, they lose. Like, that's the whole deal. People don't realize it. Or the media doesn't realize it. You, you realize it. So you have that. Then you have people that just literally are so hell-bent because they're nuts. They are nuts, right? They're losing their minds. Let's play Robert De Niro. We cut out a little bit of applause for a time. Robert De Niro and um, you bleep out both? At the Tony Awards, Robert De Niro... Is introduced. I guess he's gonna, you know, give an award or whatever. But the first thing that he says when he's called up there is this. Here we go. I'm gonna say one thing. F- Trump. Oh, and they love it. He's not it's done. It's no
8: longer down with Trump.
0: It's f- Trump twice on live TV. You know, it's funny when they start to complain about the president's language. Live television. Live television. And by the way, he lo- I'll put the video on my page at KNST.com and on my Facebook page. De Niro looks like a crazy old man. He's got his hands raised like he's won something. You ever see Everybody Loves Raymond? And the one guy that, oh, he, he was Uncle Leo on Seinfeld. And then on Raymond, he was another character. I think it was Garvin was his name. And every time he'd see Ray, he'd go, ha, 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 Ray! Crazy old man shaking his head. Same thing De Niro. See, it's right there. It's the same. Yeah, crazy old man. Yeah. Uh-huh. By the way, apparently uh, De Niro also compared Trump to Hitler. High school kids. He was talking to high school kids at an award ceremony of the Rosemary Breslin American Writer Award in New York. A big part of a speech dedicated to going after Trump and Republicans for failing to tell the truth. Yeah. Um, It's there. So what about the truth? What does the truth even mean today? I mean, if you're Donald Trump, it doesn't mean anything. If you're cowardly Republican enablers in Congress, you don't let the truth stand in the way of pathetically clinging to power. Our country is led by a president who believes he can make up his own truth, and we have one word for that. Bolt! So anyway, he claimed that Trump has a narcissistic personality disorder. He called him a congenital liar, mean-spirited, soulless, amoral, abusive, con artist, son of a bee. Bleep Trump. All this to high school kids, and then he said, "And I say this because I'm not political, but I am now." Can't want, I can't watch Meet the Parents anymore? It's not the same. They ruin it. Uh, one more for you. They're losing their minds. We got a couple actually, but here's here's one. Uh, Bill Maher on his show on HBO. Fifty-five. This is uh, you know Trump said, "I hope Obama fails" because he knew his policy stunk, right? And we were right. Trump's actually doing a great thing. His policies are working. Doesn't matter. Bill Bill Maher wants you to suffer. This is how the deranged left thinks. Here we go.
9: Can I ask about the economy? Because this economy is going pretty well. We have to what? you Why well, well, is that funny? Hey, it is going well for now. Oh, yeah. For now, right? For That's now. my <laughs> thank you. That's my question. <laughs> is like the, I feel like the bottom has to fall out at some point. And by the way, I'm hoping for it because I think one way you get rid of Trump is a crashing economy. Yeah. So please bring on the recession. Yeah. Sorry if that hurts people, but it's either root for a recession or you lose your democracy.
0: So he wants you to suffer. I mean, these guys admit that everything is going awesome. Everything is going great. It's it's fantastic. And instead of going, you know what, maybe we were wrong about this whole idea about raising taxes and all this other stuff. Maybe Obama was wrong instead of that. No, no, no. Trump's the worst. We're all benefiting from this. People are making more money. There's more jobs. we got to stop this from happening. Who the hell thinks that way? These maniacs do. These maniacs do. And by the way, I would love to speak to someone that actually agrees with Bill Maher. If you hate Trump, and maybe you do, and I get it. You hate Trump, whatever, because whatever. You don't like Trump, whatever it might be. How can you tell me things are not going well right now? Can you do that? I doubt it. 750, we have much more. Did you hear about the Twitter CEO? He had to apologize for something. We'll get to that. Don't go anywhere. Uh more on this whole Trump situation as well with uh the G seven and we'll get in the next hour. Mike Pompeo, we got Martha McSally sound bites, don't go anywhere. It is KNSD. (laughs) Yes, hello. What's happening? This is so great. 8.08 on this Monday, June 11th. And it's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST-AM790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, White House said, uh, they put out there that, and I don't know what that means. Nobody knows what it means. North Korea talks already moving quickly out there in Singapore. Moving so quickly that the Trumpster is going to leave early. He's going to have a full day of meetings with Kim tomorrow. They're 12 hours ahead of us. But they have uh, other people talking, diplomats talking, and they're moving very quickly. Apparently they're seeing eye to eye, I guess. I I don't know. But they're moving quickly, whatever that means. Trump's going to meet one-on-one for about two hours, up to two hours, uh, with Kim Jong-un tonight. Trump and a translator, Un and a translator. That murderous, dictating thug. Again, the media wants to almost glorify this. Remember, he's the one that had his brother killed, his uncle killed. Who knows what else this guy's doing. If gulag's there anyway. Second thing that I think you need to know: imagine being Trump going into that meeting. I mean, the the pressure he he loves it, but the pressure. Second thing that I think you need to know: the G7 took place, and Trump told all these European uh, leaders and uh, and and the Canadian guy Trudeau. He said, "Look, you're mad at my tariffs, and this is what the media is not talking about. This is incredible." He said, "How about we get rid of all tariffs for all countries, all barriers, all subsidies, fair, level, free playing field." and they all passed he called their bluff why is the media not concentrating on that part Because they don't like Trump Trump made the allies mad Um he offered them a great deal just like he did with the Democrats on DACA he knows what they're all about and he said I have the position of power here you need our trade money we have a deficit with every one of you if we stop trading with you you lose money third thing I think you need to know Martha McSally's office scrubbed a video It came out on Friday. Scrubbed a video where she was asking then Homeland Security Secretary John Kelly about protecting DACA recipients. She doesn't want you to know that. Well, uh, there's something else they couldn't scrub, a story from Red State a year ago that we have found. And we have audio where she uh, basically says Trump is going to hand the gavel to Nancy Pelosi. And she rips conservatives for what they want to do with Obamacare, all kinds of stuff like that. Oh, boy. That was a year ago. May 30th, last year, Arizona Bankers Association. She was secretly, uh, secretly recorded by the wacko group Indivisible of Southern Arizona. Three things that I think you need to know. Matter of fact, let's play some Martha. Throw me up over there if you don't mind. This is uh, a good part. This is where she talks about the president, and his Twitter account, and everything else. Again, she doesn't know she's being recorded, so she's Honest Martha. Which Martha is it? I, I'd love to ask her, hey, listen, you want to be the senator. You have the, literally, you owe it to us to answer my questions. I'm a voter. How do I know you're being truthful? Which Martha do I believe, the one that doesn't like Trump from a year ago to the one that loves him now and puts him in his, in her ad when she says she's going to run for Senate? Now this, by the way, this is before Jeff Flake retired, the audio you're going to hear. She is worried, she's telling the bankers that she thinks she may lose her house seat because of Trump. Listen, here we go.
5: The, the environment's just changed, and some of it changed on January 20th. There's just an element out there that is just like so against the president. No, she's right. Like about they that. just can't see straight, and all of a sudden on January 20th, I'm like his twin sister to them, you know, and like I'm responsible for every single thing he does and tweets and says or whatever. And they want me to be on, you know, they want me to be spending my time as a pundit. Like I disagree with that. I agree with that. We're like, I have a job in the legislature. I don't have time. I'm not Sean Spicer. You know, I'm I'm a legislator. That's not my job. But it just it just shifted and in this district you got to win over basically moderates and independents and the environment is just like the floors fall out underneath right and so it's you know there's this is the potential to shift for sure a lot can happen in the next year right we could really be showing through tax reform regulatory reform economic growth job creation like wow like things are really humming in a different direction people are seeing more opportunity if we could just take the Twitter account, with the president, we could, you know, stop with some of the distractions that are going on. Um, that would be helpful. I don't know how you guys are about that, but uh, like we need to stop with the distractions. There's self-created distractions, and then there's just there's hysteria. Those are all combined together with the dynamic that we have right now. But it's it's basically being taken out on. Hey, any Republican member of Congress, you are going down with a ship. And we're gonna hand the gavel to Pelosi in 2018. They only need 23 seats the path to that gavel being handed over is is through my seat. And and right now, again, it's a, it's a, it doesn't matter that it's me, it doesn't matter what I've done, it doesn't matter, it's just that I have an R next to my name, and right now this environment would would, uh, would have me not prevail. So I'm just being frank about it, you know, people who, who think, oh yeah, you're gonna be fine, you're strong, you're capable, it's just it's just the environment. So we need to be able to uh, continue to, you know, to have that kind of strength to be able to prevail, not knowing what the environment will look like in a year and a half. Yeah. But, What's it going to yeah, look like? we got to hope for the best and plan for the worst. So we'll keep doing my job um, so that we can show that I'm being effective. And we've got to do what we can, you know, on the political side as well to make sure we're ready.
0: There's one soundbite. Oh, yeah. Oh,
5: Waiver yeah. over the last I'm gonna, year. I'm
0: throw me down over there. I, I got to cue it up. Um, Thank you, dude. So there's Martha right there. Take Trump's Twitter away. Would she dare say that now? Did she change her mind? Does she not see that the more that Trump gets done, which is what the people want, the better chances it is for Republicans in the midterms. The blue wave has basically vanished. Oh, by the way, um, I have a story real quick. And this is, um, I mean, this is, they just don't get it, do they? They just don't get it. So last week, closed door meeting, House Republicans trying to get a deal for amnesty. You know who doesn't like that? The voters. The voters. Did you see what happened? Every week they do this uh, polling, this generic polling, right? The generic ballot. What's going on? Uh, The Republicans lost three points. They lost three points. Because Paul Ryan... Caved to the donors and said, you guys got to get a deal for amnesty before you're done. Before Trump gets his way, get it. Okay, get it. The Republicans were in the generic ballot were down 3.2 points. All of a sudden, Republicans have these amnesty talks. And now they're down 7.6 points in their generic ballot. Don't get amnesty. What do they not understand by this, right? What are they, I, I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, now, when it comes to Obamacare, uh, Martha was talking to the Arizona Bankers Association again a year ago about this. And what did Martha have to say? Uh, throw me up over there if you don't mind. Here we go. Listen against to this.
5: Everything, right? It's everything. against everything. And I was just like, are you kidding me?
0: Hang on, it's listen, not going to
5: serve the health and human services secretary to do all that. In this whole discussion, these guys on the far right wing—they were just far like, "Far right wing? No, we're against everything. We're against everything. We're against everything." And it was just like, "Are you kidding me? It's not conservative enough. It's not whatever. It doesn't take more, you know, regulations." Out. We're at the point now. I don't, you know, I don't care how you feel philosophically about Obamacare. We have people in our communities that are on Medicaid expansion—four hundred thousand people in Arizona. Whether you agreed or disagreed with it, they are currently getting their health care through that. I am not gonna screw those people. Oh. I don't know how you feel about it, but this is not a philosophical debate. This is not a campaign debate. This is a complicated issue, and we need an off-ramp. If we're gonna transition Medicaid back to the states to be more controlled at the, at the level that's closest to people where it's incentivized to do you know more managed care so that people can be uh, have better outcomes, uh, then that takes time. I've been on the phone with Governor Ducey like nearly every day through this whole process. Uh, right? another one that Man, loves up. Uh, you don't want carrier. that to happen in January. Are you kidding me? You're going to transfer all responsibilities for Medicaid. Like, ha-ha, you got it, you know, hot potato. I mean, this is about governing, right? If you're going to transition this major program to the states, it takes time. We're landing an aircraft carrier, not a helicopter.
0: It's always got to go back to fighter pilot stuff, right? Throw me down over there if you don't mind. So there you go. She's, uh, you know, of course, the people that have been... Horribly affected by Obamacare, premiums sky high, losing their doctors, everything else. Apparently, McSally doesn't give a crap about you either. I'd love to ask her that if she'd come on the show. Again, McSally hasn't even tweeted anything about the G7 summit because her advisors, I'm guessing, said, don't say anything. We got to see how this plays out. Trump, you know, was a bit rough. The media is against it. We don't know what people are going to think because it's so stupid. She actually came out and said that was awesome, Trump standing up for America. Maybe she'll do that tomorrow when she hears everybody else say it. Uh, she, she's just a phony. I, I have nothing. What else do you want me to say? Now, again, Kirsten Sinema is a hell of a lot worse. Hell of a lot worse. Let me remind you 10 days from now, Kelly Ward will be at the Beer Club for Men and Mr. Ron's with me. You could ask her whatever questions you want there. So let's do one more. Um let me just cue it up to where it needs to be approximately. Uh, and I have this story on my Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. Here is where she pretty much rips conservative people. Conservative members are coming. I'll be honest with
5: you. Dude, we've got we've got a far right faction mm-hmm. within the GOP. Uh, uh, who you know? There, many of them came to Congress since 2010, right? So it was all like stop Obama, right? It was all t- you know, the kind of the Tea Party again. I'm not denigrating. I'm just saying like, hey, that was their role, that was their mindset, that was their playbook. It was no, 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 stop, 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 right? And it's really easy to vote no on everything. Like I could vote no on everything, and it would it would be a really safe thing for me to do. But then what am I doing? Why am I flown across the country 34 times on January 2nd? Like life's too short to do that, right? So. But it's easy to be no, right? So their, their mindset has been no, but now, like, there's a different guy in the White House. So, and that guy in the White House won their districts by, like, 20 or 30 points. But they are still being not constructive. That's a, that's a G-rated word to say. But, I mean, they're still not being constructive. They haven't shifted their muscle memory, honestly.
0: Their muscle memory. She sounds like McCain there, doesn't she? All these guys say is no. Gotta reach across the aisle all the time. Because <laughs> the Democrats always do that, right? But when is when has Martha ripped the Democrats for not reaching? I mean, she's actually she said that they won't do anything and the president offered a deal on DACA. But other than that, when when does she I mean, you don't have to, but she just sounds like a McCain clone. 880 KNST 8805678. So Martha can't hide from that. That has not been scrubbed from the internet. What do you think? 880 KNST eight eight zero five six seven eight. Gotta get Pompeo sound bites, more Trump G seven stuff, Larry Kudlow. Uh, witnessing the uh, Trudeau, Trump talks. Uh, and again, the biggest story is the fact that Trump said, let's get rid of tariffs, let's get rid of subsidies, let's get rid of everything, barriers, and they all passed. We'll get to all that and your reaction coming up. Can AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Sean. Yes, 827. Thanks for hanging out. Garrett Lewis with you. I just tweeted out the uh, Martha McSally story. 81 degrees already, 104 for the high, 106 tomorrow. We could have thunderstorms. They're calling for scattered thunderstorms starting on Thursday all the way through Monday. We'll see how long that lasts. Uh, 30 to 40% chance every single day. That'd be cool if it did because we need it. We definitely need it. Um, So let's talk to Bruce. Bruce, welcome to KNST. Hi, Bruce. Hey, how's it going? All right, man.
1: Hey, listen, uh... I appreciate your show a lot, but I well, can't keep slamming Martha just for everything she does. She's done a lot of good things, too. She's helped get funding for the wings, for the A-10s here. She's mm-hmm. helped get border funding. And, you know, her own quote, she said she's not denigrating the GOP. She thinks that they should move slightly different direction. There's nothing wrong with that. And my point is, you know, Reagan's 11th commandment was do not, you know, slur a fellow Republican. You know, is she better than Pelosi? She better than any other liberal Democrat that would take her seat. I mean, Kelly Ward's great. Joe Opio's great. I think Martha is also great. And we'll be lucky if we get one of those instead of a liberal Democrat.
0: Well, but uh, here's the thing, and I totally understand where you're coming from. Uh, however, she continues to do things that are very shady. Take my name off the bill. You know, we don't, we just, as a voter, I think, you know, whether she's Republican or not, we have been bamboozled by Flake and McCain and the establishment for way too long that we have to vote a certain way just because there's an R next to the name. And these people have turned out to be just nothing but liars, and they have gone against everything they've said. So right. do we hang on, hang on. So do yeah. we continue down that path of continuing to get owned and then globalism continues, and we don't even know what these people are going to do? Or do we challenge that and say, answer our question? And Martha sure. won't come on the show and answer any questions. That doesn't make you nervous? Come on, man.
1: Well, uh, maybe she'll come on your show in the future. No, she won't. Say, well, you know, if she does, then what does that turn do you, you into? Do
0: you, lis- do you listen you to the show a lot? What's that? Do you listen to the show a lot?
1: Yeah, I do, and I, I really I agree with you on Flake. That's cool. I mean, he's but hang on a, a second. So we, got we, got we actually, a, I know, don't know, are Martha you aware? Martha has done a lot of yes. good things for this district. Okay, hang on. And, and stop,
0: stop, stop. i let you talk. Do you right. not remember when we actually booked Martha for the show what five or six months ago, whenever it was, Not that, yes. well, they agreed I don't to it. remember? Okay, Joe yeah, we we agreed. Yeah, well, ago. they go. We 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 made a big deal for like a week. So she agreed to come on. Well, her people agreed to have Martha on the show. They agreed on a Friday that she'd be on on a Monday. And then Saturday night, they emailed my buddy Ryan over here and said, oh, she has a breakfast or something, bye. And then we got calls from people saying that they live in the same neighborhood. She was driving around when she was supposed to be on the show with me. She won't come on and answer questions because she we don't know where she stands, man. And it's up to us to actually challenge that. That's what makes us honest and genuine and unique. Now, if you want me to be a, just a, a kiss-ass GOP guy, I, I guess it's the wrong show.
1: No, no, I think you're not a kiss-ass GOP well, guy. that's the point. I think you're a conservative And the fact that she she? helped save thousands of jobs for the district, the fact that she got funding for the border, the fact that what funding? How has it improved? How has it improved on abortion? How has it improved? I mean, stuff like that to me is important. Uh, Okay, good. Maybe she'll come on in the future, but I'm not slamming your show. I'm just thinking, you know, if we, if the Republicans are slamming all the Republicans, it's hard to get elected.
0: No, 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 no. It's just asking questions of what you're actually going to do. Look. She, she literally scrubbed the fact that she was wanting protection for DACA people because they were constituents, she said, in her district. She's running from her past. Just be honest. We know well, people make mistakes. Just be. But she won't even talk. She well, won't talk. Well,
1: uh, you you know, will, we'll and you're... she's on your show. Well, Great. But uh, okay. All right. use pers- a, the Reagan commandment, man. No,
0: Think about it. you do it. See you. Bye. Um, I don't have to use a Reagan commandment. I'm not a politician. Those are politicians. And those same politicians are the ones that actually rip it. Look. She never came out and said she'd actually back Trump. As a matter of fact, play, play the uh, Martha we have. You want to talk about the 11th Commandment. How many of these Republicans, including Martha herself, and of course Flake and McCain, well, let's focus on Martha, didn't go by that Reagan's 11th Commandment. She would not actually back Trump. Listen to this. Here we go. This is two days it's before the election. Every
9: federal race I can think of. Yeah. Yes.
0: The Democratic <laughs>
9: candidate has worked really hard to associate the Republican with Donald Trump in some fashion. Number one, is that fair? And number two, what you're feeling about supporting neutral or not,
5: Look, I'm running to represent CD2 in the House of Representatives. I represent 700,000 people in a co-equal branch of the government to the White House. This strategy that they've been trying to use to just tie us to our nominee is not working. Look, people are smart enough to make one decision about who they're going to vote for president and another decision mm. about who is best to represent them in the House of Representatives in a co-equal branch of the government to provide checks and balances of whoever ends up winning the White House. So it's obvious that this strategy isn't working. Um, and look, if this is going to be a proxy race about all the flaws of the party's candidate, well, then the other side needs to eat all the flaws of their candidate as well. That's not what the voters are looking for. That's not what I hear from my constituents. They want to know about my record. They want to know what I've been able to get done. And they want to know what else I'm going to do, regardless of who's in the White House. And that's been our focus.
0: And there you go. She couldn't say it. Wait, again, L.A. Times reported when she was asked by people at a, at, a, at a function, did you vote for Trump? She said, none of your business. So there's your Reagan's uh, 11th commandment right there. Eric, welcome to KNST. Hello, man.
10: Hey, Garrett. Thanks for having me. Sure. You know, I'm, I'm sick of these people that say you have to vote for the R, otherwise you're going to wind up with the D, and that's supposed to be some kind of scare tactic. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, I've been voting for R's, and I've been winding up with D's anyway.
0: Yes. For, it-
10: since I was 18 years old. And all they do is lie during election cycles. And I'm 35 now. I'll tell you what. Last time McCain was on the ballot, I voted for Fitzpatrick. Because I am so sick of that bastard. I have a lot of respect for his military service. But this the last, well, he threw his election against Obama. And I'll never forgive him for laying down on that one. Uh, But this the last election cycle with Trump really drew the line in the sand for me. Trump's the candidate I've been waiting for. Since I've been a voting age, he's the first political candidate I've ever sent a dime to. And I don't have money to spare, but I sent the guy 50 bucks.
0: You know what, me too. Uh, I've, I've never given and, to a politician. You guys,
10: this, this last election yeah. cycle, drew the line in the sand for me, for these Republicans.
0: I'm telling you, man, it's, it's a different world. That's why you look at McSally, you don't know what she is. You don't know what you can trust. I, I'm with you. I've never given to a politician in my life. It pained me to do it. I gave money to Trump. I, gave, I thought it was that important. I gave money to Trump. I hope it helped. Maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. He got elected. Um, but you look, look at what people are doing now. The smart ones get it. Again, I was driving on Oracle Road, and one of the Republicans running for CD1, they'll be, be a primary, is Wendy Rogers. And on her campaign side, above her own name, it says Trump candidate. They want to be attached because he's winning. He's doing it. And then you got a swamp monster like McSally. Why didn't McSally tweet out anything about the G7 summit? Because her, her, her consultants didn't tell her to. They don't know which way to go.
10: Yeah, well, Mc, McSally is a total party a party yep. politician, is yep. what I like to call him. Yep. She she's falls into the line of thinking that, well, you know, I'm going to get elected because these people are afraid of Democrats, not because of exactly. anything I'm saying or doing. Exactly. So they play, they play the scare tactic game. But, and we're know, done with it. If, yeah, any smart candidate in this upcoming election cycle is going to associate themselves with Trump on the Republican or conservative side. And I'm just amazed at his approval uh, approval numbers, considering the onslaught that he faces every day and the propaganda that is just disgusting, he's still 50% or above approval rating.
0: In Rasmussen, he's got 45 if you put a whole bunch together. You know he actually is above Reagan and Obama at the same point in their presidencies for approval with 90% negative news coverage? 90%. 90%. Yeah, I was going to
10: say, compare the news coverage yeah. and for them to have the same numbers is absolutely unbelievable. It's
0: astounding. Eric, thank you, man. I appreciate it, dude. Thanks, Thanks for the you, passion. Guys. See you. Listen, again, like that last caller, Bruce, Bruce, people see right through stuff nowadays. It's a different world. If I start saying why Martha's great, they're going to turn me off because they know it's not true. You could agree, you could disagree. That's just the way it is. 835 will continue. Here's Fox.
7: Just so you know, you can listen at home by telling Alexa, play KNST on iHeartRadio. Yeah. Enjoy the stimulation.
0: Word. All right, so this is what you have at 843. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, Number one, the Trumpster is going to meet one-on-one with Kim Jong-un and two translators. Tonight, for about two hours, White House is already saying the talks are going so well. They're going very well. A lot is being done. Um <clears throat> we don't know what that means but they say talks are moving more quickly than expected and they're ongoing so the Trumpster's going to have a full day of meetings tomorrow and he's actually going to be able to leave early earlier than he thought wow second thing that I think you need to know at the G7 the Trumpster said let's do uh, no tr- no tariffs he's mad at my tariffs no tariffs for anyone no barriers no subsidies and you know what the other leaders of the world did they walked media's not talking about that now are they uh, we'll get into the numbers of things that he's standing up for when it comes to uh, auto, dairy, that kind of stuff. Third thing I think you need to know is that I have a story on my uh, Facebook page, facebook.com slash radio. A year ago, secret recording of Martha McSally, where she said that Trump is going to cost us the, uh, the 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 House. Nancy Pelosi will get the gavel back. Um, she didn't get this one scrubbed. Redstate.com had this story and is reported by other people. But that was a year ago, and I just wanted to point that out because she scrubbed the video where she was asking uh, John... Um, John Kelly for a DACA, DACA people to be protected. They scrubbed that from the internet. That's what her office did. Anyway, three things that I think you need to know. Let's start with Philip. Philip, welcome to KNST. You're first up. Hi.
6: Hey, Garrett. How are you doing? All right, man. Hey, do you remember me from Sabino High School? Oh, Phil from Sabino. What's up, Phil? Hey, so I was just listening to you, and I, I've been thinking about this actually a lot lately. I've been discussing with people about the Martha McSally, Kelly Ward, Joe Arpaio thing. Okay. And here's the deal. In 2016, uh, Arizona chose Trump by about 3.4% over. So they still chose Trump, but it was a 3.4 lead. However, they chose John McCain by over a 15-point lead. And so I think, actually, we do need a moderate to win the Senate race because the fundamentals do favor Democrats. I agree. I like Kelly Ward more than Mark McSally. I think she would be a better senator. However, because 2018... Uh, according to the special elections, which we've seen so far, uh, it does look to be a good year for Democrats. I'm giving them about a plus three, plus four congressional edge. They won't take back the House. But we need to put a moderate in there to win Arizona because Arizona is a purple state. And the fact that th- I don't, I don't, we're Hang on, chance. Phil.
0: Hang on, Phil. I don't think we're purple yet. I mean, Trump won. Trump was scaring some people. Maybe some people stayed home. We don't know. But here's the thing. You base it on also results. Trump has gotten results. People like what's going on. So why would you put someone in there that's not going to be as Trumpian as Trump? Now she claims she's Trumpian, but we've pointed out evidence that she's not quite as Trumpian. That she's doing whatever it takes to get elected. So I don't. I just don't know which Martha to trust. That's all. And honestly, I hear. Look, people make mistakes. People mm-hmm. can. People can say, you know, I believed one thing. Now I've learned I believe another, and that's fine. But at least have the guts to talk about it. You know, if she came on and said, look. The guy scared me. I'll be honest. And I would understand it. If She said, Trump, with the things that he said, scared the bejesus out of me. It's not anything we saw before. But look at his results. And you know what I realized? That's what people want. That's the right thing to do. That's what I'm fighting for. How do you counteract that? You can't. But she doesn't want to talk, which makes me makes me very weary.
6: She does have a very good voting record, though. She has a 98% with Trump voting record. Okay. So. Yeah, so, so keep the, that's actually better than any uh, member of the Senate, except for I think it was Orrin Hatch of Utah, who's retiring. Um, but <clears throat> what I'm talking about here is, and I've noticed this through several, several different races where both Democrats and Republicans, but a dirty primary can cost bigly in the general. Um, Kirsten Cinema, she's going to win her primary, Democrat primary, easy. And I've been talking with people, and people actually think that she's a Republican, because of her ads and she's so well targeting and she's pretending to be a moderate she's not and we
0: know that um, i know that well then that, then that's on martha to make that case man i mean i listen whatever i say it ain't gonna make a difference and uh, maybe it will maybe mm-hmm. it won't but it's not my job to get people elected or not elected it's it's my job to give my take and you can agree or disagree you know how that is really mm-hmm. quick uh so everything worked out okay you're alive you're good you graduated yeah. you're good
6: yeah i, I graduated everything's everything's good there and any all. More, you know, any more scary Actually, stuff? Funny enough, as soon as yeah. I got out of high school, I got the best job ever, and everything started to go right. So,
0: Well, congratulations.
6: Coincidence?
0: There you go. Good for you. And are you going to school coming up uh, in a couple of months? Yeah, going to be going in the fall. All right, man. Well, good for you, brother. Stay in touch, man. Okay, be good. All right. Take care, you. Phil. Bye-bye. Uh, 840 and now on KNST AM 790. You know, people also thought that we needed a moderate to run and we got John McCain in 2008 and he got smoked. He was a, you don't get more of a moderate than that. Uh Jeff Flay, I mean, people have had enough. That's what I think. That's what I think. 880K N S T 8805678. This is something I wanted to talk about. This yeah. Okay. I like it. Uh, about the G7 and the fact that uh, Trudeau don't get you you Trudeaued me, man. You went behind my back, and you said you did the opposite of what you were going to say. That's, that we're turning that into a, into a, a saying now. Uh, Bill, welcome to KNST. Hi,
11: hey Garrett, it's Doctor Bill. I haven't talked to you in a while. How you doing? All my right, friend?
0: what's going on, man?
11: Oh, not much. Just been working my tail off. But yeah, what else we do? So, I hear you. You know this whole Trudeau thing. I mean, you know he he. Yeah, you know, he's such a lefty. I mean, he makes Obama look like Milton Friedman for God's sake. <laughs> I mean, at the, at the end of the day,
12: uh,
11: the, the, he, he's never going to see eye to eye with Trump. But I, I also, you know, I, I've, I've appreciated a lot of st- stuff what Trump does. But as far as pure conservative principles, the old the old T word, terrorists, I just don't I don't see the use in that. What about, and I mean, and I, I've been studying this, what about lowering our corporate tax rate to near zero or zero? Because Oh, I'd love that. that yeah, I mean, I think that's, you know, the, tariffs, in my opinion, are no different than um, sanctions. I mean, and that's how other countries see them, so to can speak. I, can I stop and, you? Can
0: I stop you for just one second? I don't know if you yeah. heard what happened, because the media doesn't like to report it. Are you aware that, uh, you know, that they, they all attacked Trump, at the G7, all the leaders. They yeah. all attacked him because he wanted tariffs and stuff like that. And you know what he yeah. said to them? He said, all right, how about we do this? I want no tariffs. I want no barriers. I want no subsidies. I'm willing yes. to do that. Are you? And they all yeah. said no.
11: Yeah, no, and and I know that. And I saw, I I don't know, I was watching um, Jake Tapper with Kudlow. Yeah, on I have that sound on, on, yep. I, on, And that was a hell of an interview because mm-hmm. Kudlow made that very, very, Uh, pointed that they they wanted to basically break down those barriers and wanted to make it basically zero across the board so i agree but the issue is is that once again when we start meddling with with a leftist like trudeau who's going to pull these types of political stunts and quite frankly i think trump played into his hands with the with the fireback adam i think that if we just focus on Using our economy as it can be and unleashing it, there's nobody who can compete with it around the world. There's no need for tariffs. There's no need for any trade war. I got right it, but Frank?
0: what about the fact, and I brought this up a couple hours ago, my father-in-law ran a lumber company in Mississippi, yeah. and he sat on the APA board, American Plywood Association, and he said, yeah. we talk to these Canadian uh, guys, and we'd say, why? You know, it's just not fair. It's cheaper for you to cut down a tree in Alberta, ship it across the United States to Atlanta, than it is for me to cut a, a tree down in Mississippi and ship it to Atlanta. The Canadian government undercuts us in so many ways, whether it's dairy, whether it's timber. So how is that fair? And that's what Trump's point is. I, I don't get it. I'm, I'm, he doesn't want to do no, tariffs, I, but he's, trying to, he's I, trying to stand up for America. I, so what, what's your point? I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. Are you you're mad at him for that, or it's good that he's trying to stand no. up and make it level?
11: No, I, I agree with Trump, but there's smarter ways to do it. And. You know and there's no chance, that, though.
0: There's no chance that, that any lawmaker would let corporations pay zero tax. Well,
11: I mean, what's our corporate tax right now, 22%, 20,
0: 23%? Yeah, he wanted it down to 15 but, yeah, they wouldn't do that. There's no there's, 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 no way. These these lawmakers are a bunch of wimps. They don't want to ever go back because then they're afraid of the nuts to go, how can you have corporations not pay tax? Of course, you know and I know. They pass that to you and me. We get it. The others are dumb.
11: Yeah, well, that. But the, you know, the other problem with that is, and as you know, is that these corporate tax rates stay where they're at to support a lot of these government programs, yes. which, quite frankly, uh, are, of, are of little to no utility. It's a lot of fat, and that would get rid of those problems too if we cut those tax rates as well. So, and I, I, I get what you're saying. I I, I'm, I'm speaking probably more theoretically. Yeah. Um, at, at the end of the day, though, I just don't see. I don't see getting into a verbal altercation with Trudeau, it's going to get anywhere. I mean, it's like fighting with, yeah, he's, he's an Obama, I... You know what, left, Bob? But I, I got you.
0: But, you know, you say that, but you know what? It fires up everybody that realizes that he's actually standing up for the country because the company... Then nobody would report that. Nobody would report that. They just, you know, Trudeau gets up there and says, I'm standing up for Canadians, which that's his job. Trump says he's standing up for yeah. Americans. Our media praises Trudeau and hammers Trump. So, you know, he's a puncher, it man.
11: I mean, Trump probably fired back at him in such a way, and so did his surrogates, due to the fact that he had this upcoming meeting and it was more of a posture. Well, that that too, but also... I I understand that. I got got
0: you, and I appreciate it. But but also, real quick, uh, is also the fact that, you know, Trudeau said one thing to his face and then went to a press conference and said the opposite. So he got pissed. I got you, Bill. I appreciate it. We'll have more on that coming up. It's KNST. Hello. You still with me? Yes, you are. What's up? It's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, knst am seven ninety two, Tucson's most stimulating talk. What a week already. And it just started. Three things I think you need to know. I mean, sometimes Ryan and I, this is, you don't need to know this, but sometimes we actually feel like we're in like this whirlwind, like this tornado, because things are just coming at us from all over the place, and there's all this news and this and that, and it's crazy. It's nuts, man. It's nuts. Uh, Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, the North Korean summit, apparently, now there's not a meeting yet between Trump and Un, that's tonight. Uh, But according to the White House, uh, it's moving faster, quicker than than, than it would. So Trump's going to be able to leave a little early, but he's going to have a one-on-one, two-hour meeting tonight. A one-on-one, two-hour meeting tonight. Trump and a translator, the murderous thug and a translator. And we'll see what happens. Um, what is expected? Nothing less than getting rid of nuclear weapons. Will it happen this meeting? We don't know. We'll just have to see. I mean, should we just spend time speculating? though? I mean, how boring is that? Second thing that I think you need to know, the G7, it came and went. Uh, Trump is just really, 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 really trying to stand up for America. Uh, they don't like the tariffs. The Canadians, the Europeans, they don't like the tariffs that uh, Trump has. So he called their bluffs. said, how about we do no tariffs? No barriers, no subsidies. And they all went, hey, let's talk about something else, Don. So there you go. He called them out for exactly what they are. Uh, and yet the media wants to go after Trump, which I just don't understand. Well, I do understand. But anyway, third thing I think you need to know is that uh, Martha McSally's office on Friday, a story came out, she, they scrubbed a video where she was asking for protections for DACA people. Happened last year at a congressional hearing. What they couldn't scrub was a redstate.com story, and I have it on my Facebook page, where she uh, was caught talking to a a group, the Arizona Bankers Association, and she basically blamed Trump for, uh, and his tweets and everything else. And this was May, end of May last year. You know, Trump's in office for a few months. That's it. He's going to cost us the whole house. Pelosi will be in charge next year. It's what uh, what Martha said. Man, has she flip-flopped in her... thinking three things I think you need to know which Martha is it I just don't know before you get to the g7 stuff John's been waiting John welcome to KNST hi hey good morning Gerg. what's up
8: um- Basically, you had a guy call in about, you know, we need a moderate. No, that, that's what got us in all this trouble, A yes. moderates and the rhinos. I mean, that's why we still have Obamacare, where people that don't pay taxes get free health care, and people that do pay taxes can't afford to pay taxes. Exactly. But Kelly Ward is my point my, that I really wanted to make. She needs to start running as, as if she was running against... And Enema, nobody else. Enema, because she is Enema? killing us. Every commercial, every commercial break, <laughs> you know, you're seeing how how she's going to save the world and give us free medical care. You know, and and she's going to have such great name recognition. That's it. And Martha McSally, I've already told you this once before. is nothing but a McCain clone. I voted for her both times she ran, and the you know this last this last time around, she just she just you know. McCain Flake. We're getting rid of Flake. We're getting rid of McCain. Why do we want another one?
0: You know, I got to be honest with you. I've never seen a cinema ad because I don't really watch that much television. uh... Maybe that's it. Oh, they're terrible. <laughs> are they? I mean, I, I I really don't know. I really don't know what she's saying. I I just read some comments and some stories. I mean, they're trying to paint her to be a moderate. It's funny when the when the the consultants take over. They are trying to change Martha from everything that she is. And they're trying to change Kirsten Cinema for everything that she is. Um, yeah, and, that, that's what it comes our down pile to. And right? Ohio needs to drop out. Yes, I agree. Well, why don't you, if you have an issue she's with Kelly, like... hang on, if you have an issue with Kelly, Kelly's going to be at our beer club for men in 10 days, a week from Thursday. Go go ask her yep. for yourself. She'll be glad to talk to you.
8: Great. Yeah, well, thank you so much and keep up the fight. What did I
0: just say? What did I just say? Did you even hear that? Did you even hear that? Did you, even hear that? you know, she's going to go to the beer club. Go have a good time. Go talk to Kelly Ward next Thursday, a week from this Thursday, okay? All right, bye. Thank you. I don't even know what the hell's going on. Yeah, I know she has the ads up on uh on YouTube. I just I have no interest in seeing them. What does that do for me? I mean, they're trying to make her look um like an all American apple pie kind of a person. And she is a fraud. She's not dumb. She's ignorant, but she's, she's kind of, she's, they're, they're trying to legitimize her, man. If you go back 10 years and see some of her pictures at, uh, just Google it, of her uh, be protesting and stuff like that. I mean, she looks like someone that would show up at, uh, at the vagina march. Let's just put it that way. Okay. Let's play some audio now real quick. This is the ultimate. I think this is the big thing though. My damn thing. Oh, here it goes over here. My prep, my, uh, my prep sheet. Um, let's play uh, let's let's go in order. let's play 40 first. Trump at the G- at the G7 this is before Trudeau said one thing to his face, let Trump leave and then has a press conference after Trump leaves and says the complete opposite that they're going to have tariffs Now they didn't say that anyway number 40 this is uh, this is uh, from the press conference right after the G7. this is the Trumpster. here we go.
1: I believe that you raised the idea of a tariff free G7 is that is that I did
2: No
0: you- oh, I did. That's the way it should be no
2: tariffs no barriers that would that's the way it should be and no subsidies I even said no tariffs in other words let's say Canada where we have tremendous tariffs the United States pays tremendous tariffs on dairy as an example two hundred and seventy percent nobody knows that uh... we pay nothing we don't want to pay anything why should we pay we have to Ultimately, that's what you want. You want a tariff-free, you want no barriers, and you want no subsidies, because you have some cases where countries are subsidizing industries, and that's not fair. So you go yep. tariff-free, you go barrier-free, you go mm-hmm. subsidy-free. That's the way you learned at the Wharton School of Finance. I mean, that would be the ultimate thing. Now, whether or not that works, but I did suggest it, and uh, people were... I guess they're going to go back to the drawing board and check it out. Right. But uh, we can't have, uh, an example where we're paying the United States as paying 270%. Just can't have it. And when they send things into us, uh, you
0: don't have that. Exactly. Let's go to the next soundbite. Let's continue 41. Cause they're like, you, did you just make them all mad? I mean, you're, you're aggravating everybody. So wait a second. So we take in the shorts, we pay for all their defense in NATO. They don't pay a damn dime, but they're supposed to, uh, we pay them a crap ton of money, Canada, Europe, to get our goods into their countries. They pay next to nothing to get theirs into ours, and we have to sit there and take it. And if we challenge that, they get mad because they realize, all right, we're gonna have to pay more or pay less. We do something now. They got to change it. We don't want to change it. It's a good deal for us now. So they get mad, and the media is like, "Why are you making them mad? Are you kidding me?" Let's continue. Here we go. I will say it
2: was not contentious. What was strong was the language that this cannot go on. But the relationships are very good, whether it be President Macron or, or with Justin. Uh, we had Justin did a really good job. This is before. Uh, the, I think yeah. the relationships were outstanding.
0: And then they went the other way. We'll get to that. Let's play. Uh, let's go to the next one. Let's go in order. Let's go to uh, 42. Here we go.
2: Because of the fact that the United States leaders of the past didn't do a good job on trade. And again, I'm not blaming countries. I'm blaming our people that
0: represented our past. That's what it is. These other guys sold us out. Why do they do that? Because they're globalists like John McCain said in his tweet. Right? John McCain's tweet after the president of the media coverage. uh, Oh, Trump's making all our allies mad. You can't do that. John McCain sends out a tweet to our allies. Bipartisan majorities of Americans remain pro-free trade. This is not free. Pro-globalization, really, and supportive of alliances based on 70 years of shared values. Americans stand with you, even if our president doesn't. I mean, what a piece of crap! What I mean, what else can I say? Larry Kudlow. Larry, oh, we got one more. 40. Let's do 43 first, and we'll go to Larry Kudlow. Here we go. 43. It's going to change. I mean, it's not a question of. I hope it
2: changes. It's going to change 100 percent, and tariffs are going to come way down. Because we people cannot continue to do that. We're like the piggy bank that everybody's robbing, mm-hmm. and that ends.
0: Yep, that's right. Buddy of sends me some great texts. People need to let Trump negotiate. He doesn't want tariffs, like we played. And in the end, there will not be any tariffs on all ends, and that will be great for America. Go along and get along is over. This forces all them to end the tariffs and the nonsense they've been enforcing on us for decades. It's not that hard. I don't understand why people don't get this. I'm, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. You know, Larry Kudlow is a major free trader. And people thought that Kudlow would uh, bash, would, would argue with Trump on that. Listen to what Larry Kudlow had to say. He, Trump calls Kudlow up. He says, Why don't you say something, Larry? He's his chief financial guy. Listen to this. Here we go.
7: If I personally negotiated with uh, Prime Minister Trudeau. No, 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 who, by no, no, the way, no, no.
0: 44. 44 first. 44. Yeah. Here we go. Listen to this. I don't know
7: if they're a surprise with President Trump's free trade proclamation. But they certainly listened to it, and we had lengthy discussions about that. As the friend said, well, re- reduce these barriers. In fact, go to zero. Yeah. Zero tariffs, zero non-tariff barriers, zero subsidies. And along the way, we're going to have to clean up the international trading system, about which there was virtual consensus of agreement oh, on that, wow. and that will be a target. And these are the best ways to promote economic growth. We'll all be better at it, we'll all be stronger at it. So, I myself was particularly gratified to hear my president talk about free trade.
0: People think that Trump's like this big lib. He's like, listen, if you're gonna do do it to us, we'll do it back to you. One more, one more, yeah, 45. Trump puts up an example of unfair trade. Here we go.
2: And it's very unfair to our farmers. Our farmers are essentially whether it's through a barrier, non-monetary barrier, or whether it's through very high tariffs that make it impossible. And this is all over the world. This isn't just G7. I mean, we have India where some of the tariffs are 100%, 100%. And we charge nothing. You can't do that. And so we are talking to many countries. We're talking to all countries. And it's going to stop. Or we'll stop trading with them. And that's a very profitable answer if we have to do it.
0: There you go. <clears throat> I'm telling you all goes back to, you know, like what McCain said, 70 years. We basically tried to make other countries rich. We'll pay more for the product and you could pay less to get it in here cuz we don't want any more wars. We don't want any dictators taking over. Made sense back then, I guess. Not now. The European Union taxes 10% on car imports. So if we want to put a Ford in Germany, they got to pay a 10% tax just to get it in. So if the car costs 40 grand, they got to pay 4,000 bucks a car. We charge them two and a half percent. How is that fair? It's not fair. It's just an example. We have more coming up. Don't go anywhere. 9:20. We'll play Justin Trudeau's comments, and then Larry Kudlow going crazy on him because I find it to be damn funny. And I have more like this, by the way, too. Uh, don't go anywhere. Morning ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. Nine twenty six, Garrett Lewis, with you. Going to be hot, hundred and four degrees today. Right now, we're at eighty six. Maybe some thunderstorms starting on Thursday. Have a chance Thursday through Monday. Father's Day ruined by no, it's being enhanced by thunderstorms. Leave me alone. Let me sit here in peace.
3: <laughs> I am enjoying the rain.
0: Yes, go away. Um, I put up the uh, uncensored video. Robert De Niro losing. I play De Niro one more time. I thought it was funny. Really, I know we're going to play Trudeau, but uh, De Niro on the live on TV, no bleeps, but we bleeped it for you. Uh, does he have anything else to say? Uh, he hates Trump so much because Trump's trying to get North Korea to lose its nukes and has uh, unemployment at record lows and black unemployment record low. He hates him. Listen. I'm going to say one thing, f*** Trump. Yay! <laughs> and there's it. There's
3: more. It's no longer down with Trump, it's f*** Trump. Can I ask you something? Okay. What did he do to make De Niro hate him? What What did he do? Did he, he kick a puppy? What's going on? He legitimately won the election. I keep asking this question. I know, I, I don't get it either. I mean,
0: De Niro got a tax cut. More people are working. We're safer. I, I don't. Okay. I don't. I don't get it. Either. Listen, I don't get it. Either. That's a great thing, Robert. What? Why? Because he's Hitler. Um, mm. hmm. Did Hitler take the guns from the Jews? Oh yes. Is Trump trying to take guns from anyone? No. He actually even thought about. That. He thought it's a good idea. He thinks it's a good idea to have teachers and staff members at schools have guns. Not exactly like Hitler, but that's. Anything else? Anything else, Robert? Do you know that his daughter is Jewish, but he's like Hitler?
3: Dope. It just—I don't know if it makes me mad or it just saddens me. How, how you can hate? They're some, ruining everything. I, you know, I bad. gave Obama uh, a fair shake when he first started. Yeah, and everything got worse. And so you were like,
0: "Enough is enough." Yeah,
3: enough was enough. After four, I was like, "Ah, I, I ain't." I ain't
0: I didn't vote for him. Imagine if you were up there, some celebrity, F Obama, they'd be like, you're racist, Uh, that's why, you're racist. Exactly. I know. Again, watch that video, Uh, De Niro looks like a crazy old guy. He looks like Garvin, from Everybody loves Raymond, who was Uncle Leo in Seinfeld. Hey, 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 Ray, his arms, he's shaking his arms up like that, look like the same way. Crazy old guy, get off my lawn. It's De Niro now, it's... You know, it just sucks because you want to be entertained and you can't be entertained anymore. You know? You can't be entertained. Let's by Justin Trudeau real fast. Justin Trudeau. Uh, after he told Trump, no tariffs. OK, whatever. We have an understanding. Then he has a press conference after Trump leaves. Here we go.
1: We move forward with retaliatory measures on July 1st, applying equivalent tariffs to the ones that the Americans have uh, unjustly applied to us. Canadians were polite, were reasonable, but we also will not be pushed around.
0: What about your eyebrows? Your eyebrows be pushed around. He lost an eyebrow. It like came off. Seriously, it did. Go Google it. It's okay. So anyway, he says that. So Trump goes ballistic while he's flying to Singapore, saying that's not what we thought, man. He he actually called uh he called him weak, and meek or something like that. Where where is it again? Here here we go. Uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau of Canada acted so meek and mild during our G seven meetings, only to give a news conference after I left after I left, saying U S tariffs were kind of insulting. And he will be pushed around very dishonest and weak our, tar- our tariffs are in response to his of 270 percent on dairy why not say All right, we're not going to we're not going to uh, have the tariffs anymore for you to send your milk and cheese our way why wouldn't justin trudeau say that Oh, didn't do it uh... larry kudlow let's play that one fifty four here we go listen to what larry said on cnn here we go if
7: i personally negotiated with uh, prime minister trudeau who well, by the way I basically liked working with but not until this sophomoric play I mean we went through it we agreed we compromised on the communique we joined the communique in good faith but what did he say that was so offensive President Trump accused him of lying well he holds a press conference and he said the US is insulting he said that the Canada has to stand up for itself he says that uh, we are the problem with tariffs What the 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 infactual, the non-factual part of this was they have enormous tariffs. I mean, they have tariffs on certain dairy and food products of a two hundred ninety two hundred ninety five percent. He was polarizing. You know, here's the Mm -hmm. thing. He really kind of stabbed us in the back. He really actually, you know what? He did a great disservice to the whole G7. He betrayed. Trudeau did. Yes, he did, because they were united in the G7. They came together. And I was there extensively. I was involved in these late night negotiations. Um, President Trump was charming, good faith. I I was in the bilateral meeting with Trudeau and uh, President Trump, and they were getting along famously. President Trump actually, and this is music to my ears, Jake, he went through those two days of conference talking about the need for a new free trade system, no mm-hmm. tariffs, right. no tariff <clears throat> barriers, no subsidies. Uh, no subsidies. Uh, he is a trade reformer, as I have argued again and again, and he put that out. And so they have this bilateral meeting. We were very close to making a deal with Canada on NAFTA, bilaterally perhaps. And then we leave, and Trudeau pulls this sophomoric political stump for
0: domestic consumption. There you go. Stabbed in the back. Really cool. Explain just the beginning of Navarro, the trade rep for Trump, number 50. Number 50, then we go to break, and we have more to do. Listen to this.
4: Chris, there's a uh, special place in hell for any foreign leader <laughs> that engages in bad faith diplomacy yep. with President Donald J. Trump. And then Here tries to stab him in the, the back, back. You on go. the way out the door. There you go.
0: Okay. Uh, so they didn't pull any punches. They didn't hold back. You can comment if you'd like, 880-KNST, 880-5678. We covered it. There's there. Aren't you happy? Aren't you glad that we have a president that's actually standing up for Americans? We're getting hosed all over the place, and again, they can't win. If they need our money because they have a trade surplus and we start cutting back, they lose. We're already losing money. We can't lose. We'll get that. But I also have a story, by the way, of how our own government, and once Trump finds out about this, he should put an end to it, our own government is ripping off our dairy farmers. He's worried about Canada. Wait to hear about that coming up. And your reaction, here's Fox. They got, like, Air Bud going on? Maybe.
3: Animal Planet? I don't know. Dog cook shows? Are there such a thing as dog cook shows? In China. <clears throat> uh... <laughs>
0: I know, I know. 942, three things I think you need to know. I appreciate it. I do. You should talk to Steve. I will, I will. Uh, Number one. Uh, Trump is going to meet with Kim Jong-un tonight for two hours. Trump and uh, an interpreter and un and an interpreter. Stop making me laugh. Uh, Apparently talks are going so well, that's what the, the White House is saying, that... Talks are moving more quickly than they anticipated. So Trump actually is going to have a full day of meetings and leave earlier than he thought he would. Things to do. Uh, That's pretty cool. Second thing that I think you need to know, we've been talking about this. The G7, the G7 took place and Trump called out all these countries about gouging us when it comes to uh, trade. Why are we getting screwed over all the time? That's going to end. They didn't like that. They didn't like that at all. Uh, He actually, and you know what, for the media... Oh, tariffs are terrible, blah, 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 blah. He said, why don't we wipe it all out? No tariffs for anyone. No subsidizing anything. They wouldn't have it. Just like he offered the Dems DACA deal. They didn't want it. Third thing I think you need to know, Martha McSally uh, didn't scrub this from the internet from a year ago. She was secretly recorded talking to the Arizona Bankers Association, and she talked about how they're a bunch of right-wing lawmakers that just say no, 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 no. And Obamacare is... Listen, she's not going to mess with the people that are already on it. She didn't say anything about the people that have suffered because of it, because healthcare costs have gotten so high. She doesn't care about that. And she said that Trump's Twitter account is going to give Nancy Pelosi's uh, hand the gavel. They get power back. That was uh, last year. And all of a sudden now she loves this guy. Which, Martha, do you believe? Three things that I think you need to know. Hmm. So that's cool. Uh, let's go to Steve real fast. We'll get to the dairy story. Steve, welcome to KNST. Hello. I
12: hope you and your wonderful family had a great weekend. And it's uh, Steve originally from Brooklyn. So hey, Brooklyn. Uh, I'll try to keep my attitude positive. Um, I've called before, not deep into politics, never was. But what I am deep into is getting up every morning, working hard, and su- supporting my family yep. for a better life. And I've always said, even the days of Perot, way back when that the country needed to be run like a business by a business person. And I think that's what we're seeing now. But I think this whole thing with Trudeau has nothing to do with these tariffs. 1994, the New York Rangers won the Stanley Cup. Why,
0: what, 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 what do you have to throw that one in there for? Because it's I relevant. I had to
12: throw it the Stanley Cup. That's the only thing they have going for them in life over there in uh, Canada Canada, or whatever you call it. Hey. And they have nothing to drink their stinking maple syrup in now. It has not foot back in Canada in 25 years. So I think that's what Trudeau so is, is what all aggravating about. about. It's that. just a theory. <laughs>
0: you tell me if I'm wrong. Why couldn't you say, before you had to insult my years? why couldn't you just say in 1993 the Canadians were the last that team? That was the
12: year that they last won it. So you didn't but, have to bring uh, up well, that You know that, but 94, I had to a, well, give a shout out, I'm not even a hockey fan. You, why, when why, you had that little blue puck going around, but... Not a I, hockey fan, big New York Knicks fan feel bad for me, and a big Mets fan feel bad for me. I'm a me. Mets fan, but too. But... 94
0: was Rangers. Well, you know, I think you're light. When did, the yeah. I, when, when, did, when did the Islanders win? How many did they win? Tell me. I don't remember, but
12: uh, well, I is used that to love Nick um, I used to spar with Nick Fatio many, many years back.
0: People didn't oh. know he was a
12: Golden Gloves boxer and wow. they, an
0: enforcer on that Islanders team. No, on the Rangers team. On the Rangers team. Fatio right there was on the Islanders. No, no, we had Clark Gillies. We had Bobby Nystrom.
12: I remember Nice and Gillies. Uh, you know, I, uh, Richter was on that team, too. Am I correct?
0: You mean, why do you have to keep bringing up those awful Rangers that got lucky? <laughs> that got lucky! I'm
12: sorry, buddy. No, you're not. I'm not, not a hockey fan, so that's where I'm going. Yeah, sure to know you're not. I met a guy named Bill Chadwick many years ago. He presented me with a basketball trophy trophy. Uh, <laughs> when, when I won an MVP at the uh, the, the YMCA in Brighton Beach in the a, in a Summer League. Yeah. But that's all I really know about is, hockey. Is that
0: all it is? I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's hey, yeah, always
12: a pleasure to talk with you, but I really do feel this cup situation is really aggravating. They're going
0: crazy, aren't they? <laughs> they thought they'd have it this year with Winnipeg, and they got knocked out by Vegas. Yeah, and <laughs> and
12: by the way, the most important thing is the economy is looking good. Everybody should be happy right now. Be happy, smile, you know. You know, you don't put faith in any man to do things right, but hey, Hey, everything's going good right now, so who cares? Oh, by the way, you didn't—did uh, you mention anything about those secret meetings that are happening with uh, the uh, future presidential candidates?
0: Well, with Obama.
12: Yeah, that, that was kind of interesting. Like I said, I'm not into politics, but I yeah. read all the news. Yeah, I, don't are, put faith, I don't put faith in any man to run anything. Uh, there, there's my religious stand on it. Uh, but at the same time, uh, I'm just enjoying, you, you know, seeing my kids prosper a little bit more uh to support their family well but you
0: know and thank you very much steve and i appreciate it but there's somebody that doesn't want you to, to to prosper they don't like it but by the way you could put your faith into Lou Morello, who now is running the islanders take that rangers boy but anyway you and I want,
3: mccain are the same when it comes to the rangers what the is,
0: hell with them thank you i agree oh my gosh i agree with that uh since uh steve and we'll ignore what he said about the rangers
3: maybe we should make a new song for your islanders all we do is lose, lose, lose no matter. Am I fired? Oh.
0: That's it. Can you play uh, Bill Maher before we get to the dairy story? Don't be mad at me. Bill Maher. I'm very I'm very I'm a very frustrated Islanders fan, <laughs> despite the fact that we won four cups in a row. You know how hard it was for the Washington Capitals. You saw how tired they were when they won that cup, right? Oh yeah. Imagine doing that for four straight years. The Islanders did that. Imagine they won four playoff series the Capitals. Four. I only just won 19 in a row. 19! Out! So here's Bill Maher, who doesn't care about Steve's family right now because he doesn't like Trump. Listen
9: to this. Could I ask about the economy? Because this economy is going pretty well. We have to. What? you why, why is that funny? it is going well for now. For now, right. That's my, thank you. That's my question. Is, like, I feel like the bottom has to fall out at some point. And by the way, I'm hoping for it. Because I think Mm. one way you get rid of Trump is a crashing economy. So please, bring on the recession. Sorry if that hurts people, but Mm. it's either root for a recession or you lose your democracy.
0: So he wants you to lose and your family to suffer just because he hates Trump so much. This is Trump election derangement syndrome. The Teds. It's there. It's real. These people suffer for this. What a what a piece of garbage this guy is. Listen, if something Obama did worked, I wouldn't be like, you know what? I want you to suffer just to be done with it. I wouldn't do that at all. Right? Not me. I wouldn't do it. These guys are pure evil. Story I saw the Daily Caller. Because Trump's all about making sure our dairy farmers are protected and stuff like that, and blah blah. I get it, I get it, right? However, our own government rips off. This is this is what this is what happens when you have uh, lobbyists, the swamp, the system, dairy farmers. It says here, Daily Caller: Dairy farmers getting milked by the USDA's checkoff program. Dairy farmers are forced to pay a tax that funds nonprofits dedicated to boosting dairy sales what they they're told the nonprofit that takes the most pays its top executive salary so lavish they may violate IRS rules it says right here they talked to a Pennsylvania dairy farmer Brenda cochran she's paid over 600 well she's actually taken over $600,000 in losses to her mid-sized farm from a nearly 40% drop in milk prices since 2014 however she was still forced to write 40 uh, up to $4,000 from her bottom line every year to the USDA, the Department of Agriculture, to fund a network of these nonprofit organizations that apparently they're told promote the dairy industry through advertisements and developing new products. She says these funds are doing a pretty piss poor job doing anything to support struggling dairy farmers. Oh, yeah. The nonprofit, she says it's a total scam. They force us to finance research for products that are benefiting fast food joints and pizza parlors. I'm helping develop R&D for them when I can't even pay my basic uh, agrarian costs on the farm. This is special interest targeting dairy farmers to contribute to our own demise. What they do is apparently they're trying to figure out, you ready for this, uh, what to do to help Domino's, Pizza Hut, Taco Bell. Farmers gave, ready for this, $1.21 billion between 2008 and 2016 to this, this USDA thing, right? Much of it was spent researching and developing new products for Domino's Pizza, Hut, Taco Bell, McDonald's, according to tax documents, that the Daily Caller got. You know what they came out with, by the way, this this thing, the, the DMI, that's what they call it. Um that's this USDA group. It's the checkoff group. You know what they you know what they came up with? The got milk. Remember the got milk? Do you know that actually lost money? Got milk didn't help sell more milk. Per capita fluid milk consumption dropped 24% between the time Got Milk launched in 93 and was dropped in 2014. People drink less milk. So our government is milking the dairy farmers. They're making them pay. And it's going to help special interests. Fast food joints create apparently better things to do with the milk. They, th- But it's going to help you. You're going to give it to them. Give me a break. They should be paying it. Domino's should figure it out themselves, shouldn't they? Taco Bell. Anyway, um, we'll continue. This this goes back to 1983. Reagan was president. Dairy farmers mandated to pay into this checkoff. They call it. We'll continue. It's KNSD. Radio
7: station.
13: The world will be watching. Lisa Brady, Fox News. President Trump and North Korean leader Kim Jong-un plan to meet one-on-one with just their interpreters ahead of a working lunch with top officials from each side. That will include Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, who says the U.S. is prepared to offer security assurances to pave the way for Pyongyang to give up its nukes.
6: We're prepared to take actions that will provide them uh, sufficient certainty that they can be comfortable with denuclearization um isn't something that ends badly for them. Indeed, just the opposite, that it leads to a brighter, better future for the North Korean people.
13: However, the president has also said more than one meeting may be needed. The one-on-one with Kim is expected to begin around 9 Eastern tonight, which is tomorrow morning in Singapore. Ohio's rules for unregistering people to vote are upheld by a divided U.S. Supreme Court. Fox's Rachel Sutherland, live in D.C. Lisa, the justices ruled 5-4 to
5: in favor of the state, saying it can purge voters from rolls if they don't vote for several years and fail to respond to a mailed change of residence notice. Civil rights groups sued the state attorney general, saying the policy violates the National Voter Registration Act and suppresses turnout. In the majority opinion, Justice Samuel Alito wrote, it's not up to the justices to decide whether Ohio's supplemental process is the ideal method for keeping its voting rolls up to date. The only question before us is whether it violates federal law. It does not. In the dissent, the
13: four liberal judges called the rules needless hurdles to voting. Lisa. Thanks, Rachel. Late word of a United Airlines flight from Chicago to Rome diverted to Shannon Airport in Ireland because of a potential security concern. Reportedly, a bomb threat written in a bathroom on the plane. The airline not confirming details, but saying additional security screenings will be performed on all passengers and baggage. Fox News, fair and balanced.